Yo guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Trainer Lounge. We've got a stacked episode coming up for you with loads of topics such as the main series, news and rumours, a little bit of trivia and much, much more. We hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Yo, welcome back to The Trainer Lounge, episode 21. We're in the 20s now, man. Uh, I mean... If I had kept up with the podcast for the last three weeks, we'd probably be on episode 27 now. But, uh, yeah, life happens, demotivation happens, but we're back, man. Um, shout out to Wanzi, who joins us today. Wanzi, how are you, mate? Hello, yes. I'm good, but also not good. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But what I am good about is, well, good at. I don't need, I can't English tonight. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here, basically. It's been too long. I missed the podcast, so uh, it's good that we can uh, we can jump on and talk some absolute rubbish for a couple of hours it's great <laughs> i'm absolutely down i'm absolutely down yeah it's it's um I'm, I'm really happy i've managed to you know i say find some time i've had time to do it like again you know when you just see eh, one of them and and news has been a little quiet but you know we've done it before where we've managed to make an episode out of nothing so but yeah man hopefully this could be the start of coming back um, you know, a bit more on a regular basis like we was. We, I don't think we've ever took a three-week break before. So, yeah, man, we're back. Um, Tanya, how are you? And thank you for joining. You're welcome. I had no choice because I'm here. But... <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but thanks. Yeah. We'll okay. be back again. Okay. Uh, I don't know how long. Three yeah, it's, weeks. it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while. So, Wanzi, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, that's a story. Um, <laughs> bad and boring. What that's copyrighted, you know. We can't get striked. We need to learn that. So if we ever make it big time, we can't do sing songs on the show. Or voice are going to get absolutely yeeted. Um, but <laughs> yeah, man, what, what, what you been up to? What's this magical story you got to tell us? Oh, I, I, I imagine it's a happy one. With a, an you would be wrong. You would be very wrong if you thought it was a happy one. So uh, <laughs> a little bit of context. So uh, I've been uploading uh, Pokemon Wi-Fi draft league battles to my youtube channel recently uh subtle plug uh you should go and watch those because they're freaking hilarious um you definitely should yep agreed and i've been working on that uh i've been enjoying it so much that i've decided to i thought i'd pay an artist to track down one of my artist friends and ask them if they could do me some graphics do me some some you know like a little layout to put over to make things look spicy and i went and downloaded like a pack of every single pokemon gif uh, so that I could, you know, all the sprites, so that I could lay them over, so I could show what, what my opponent's bringing, what I'm bringing. You know, I really wanted to up the production value. So I go yeah. into my my favorite editing software in the entire world, Sony Vegas, and uh -huh. I put this all together. Uh, Sony Vegas lags really, really heavily, by the way, when you're doing stuff with high, high files, like really big file sizes. Um, but I get it all done. I click render. Uh, it gets about... 12% of the way done and then crashes. So I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. It's never done that to me before. So <laughs> I mess around with some more settings uh, and I try again and it gets about 12, 13% of the way through and it crashes again. So I'm like, okay, this is really odd. Maybe it's because the version of Sony Vegas that I'm using is, uh, you know, it's maybe it's outdated. Maybe it's kind of garbage. So I go and download Sony Vegas 19, which is the most recent version actually only released three weeks ago thinking oh this will be the most update version it'll fix all the issues let's try again 
it gets about 30% of the way through uh, and then crashes. Um, <laughs> oh, by the yeah. way, all of these attempts, when I say 18%, 30%, these are all like two or three hour render jobs. Like I'm waiting two, three hours to find out that my render has failed. So I, I have to wait two or three hours to even know if I've done it right or wrong. So I'm there waiting sat at this computer just staring at the screen like please i freaking beg you don't you dare crash uh but it's <laughs> it's it's just not having it and i started trying to render this freaking video on tuesday because i needed to have it out on friday but it's just not happened it's it's now saturday at the day of recording this uh, so uh -huh. it's, it's currently been well one two three four five days straight of trying Ouch. to fix this and right. i'm at my wits end <laughs> yeah is this have you found nothing at the moment you're still in the same predicament i have tried so many different things i've messed around with developer settings i've messed around with preferences within the file i've, I've downloaded drivers to update all of my hardware i've I've tried everything, bro, and I'm just... You can tell I'm going a little bit mad from it, but it's kind of... It's kind of yeah, messing me around. Like, this sounds like the origin story of a villain. <laughs> this, this is the Joker's story. origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve! <laughs> <laughs> uh, just have a meeting at the, the uh, Sony Vega studio. Yep, I'm going oh, to be rocking up there, and I'm going to be like, I just want to talk. I, ju I just want to talk. <laughs> sit down, sit down. <laughs> Call me Wandy. Call me Wandy. Um, yeah, so like, what about your PC, though? Do you think that's a problem, or is, do you think the PC is up to standard for it? I mean, I like, don't know. I don't know what PC you have. Well, my, my PC is not... Right, so, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like the absolute pinnacle of PCs, the most modern things, it's probably Dr. about... Disrespect, uh, yeah, some Dr. Disrespect, that. super high-end streamer bullshit. It's mm -hmm. my PC on a scale of one to ten is probably about a, a five Four. six. It's, oh, okay, it's, that's cool. it's a solid solid PC. It can run most most games completely fine. It it runs basically everything at like really good graphics with no issue. Um, so that's not the problem. Uh, I've even tested the specs to see if there was something wrong, but apparently not. So uh, that's uh, that that's a thing, but. Yeah, hopefully I can get this sorted soon. Uh, and if I don't, you'll be reporting my suicide on the next episode. So, uh... oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, this podcast definitely was never a light tone. We, we've always been into dark humor. So, um... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm unhinged. This one, mate. I'm, I'm unhinged. I actually like a little bit of unhinged ones. It, it adds so much uh, freshness to the chat, to the chat, to the stream, to to. to... To the podcast, to everything. Um, all right, T, what have you been up to this week? Um, nothing interesting, just work and playing Unite when I can. Because, yeah, yeah, she ain't very happy with me because we're going to talk about Pokemon Unite later. I think Pokemon Unite is going to be a very big, beefy part of this podcast because regarding news, there is some stuff I want to talk about with different parts of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. but, me too, me too. Definitely a vocal point. Um. We actually, funny enough, we didn't go over the topics before the podcast, but you know what? That adds a little element to it, man. It's, it's off the tongue. It's fun. Right, sweetheart, I'm going to need you to go onto the topic list. There we go. Right. So anything you want to quickly uh, throw in one before we move on to some of the lists? Obviously, if there's anything you want to mention at all, by all no, means. I'm pretty sure you're probably going to cover what I'm going to talk about, but if not, I'll, uh, I'll drop it in later. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Let's get into the podcast, man. So... Um, Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle 
um, is coming to Netflix in America and the UK October the 8th. So the brand new movie, the 23rd Pokemon movie is coming to Netflix. Um, Netflix and Pokemon, for whatever reason, just have a mad partnership uh, for the past few years. I, I don't know why, but you know what? I don't know anyone that doesn't have Netflix. Oh, wow. I, I know. Don't just use somebody else's. Yeah, if you don't just use somebody else's. <laughs> Do you, do you, have you watched any of the recent Pokemon movies or do you not ever really watch the movies anymore, Wanza? I don't watch the Pokemon movies, really. I think the last one that I watched was uh, the one about Hooper. And that was only, uh, only because it was on Netflix and me and my housemates at uni were really bored one night and we couldn't find anything decent to watch on Netflix. So we just <laughs> stuck on like a bunch of Pokemon movies. Um, and I just... They're all right. They're just... No, there's no substance to them. They're not canon, so they well, they are canon, but they're they their own self-contained story. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. really do anything. It, it's I, I just don't see the point of them really. So that's yeah, I mean, not the really only, mine. The only one that really got referenced in the TV show was the first movie, right, with Gary fighting the Mewtwo before it was ever a thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and Giovanni, whatnot. Yeah, so. Um, I have watched every single movie. I actually took Tanya to go watch the um, the the one that had Lugia. I think that actually was the last one that released, the one with Zorora. Oh, believe. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched that in, um, I think it's Pokemon, The Power of Us, I believe what it's called. Uh, we watched that. It was quite Power a good... of Us. <laughs> like, the, the, like, I remember there was a kid sitting in, like, a row in front, and, like, when, like, towards the end, when Pikachu was just going on a madness, like, he was just hyping any time, just going crazy, and Tam was like, oh, I'm just like, yeah. About me. When you was hyping it. I wasn't hyping it. He was hyping it. I'm not about to hype up for children's. Then again, you should have saw me in the cinema for my Hero Academia, but beside the point. Um, Yeah, so the new movie, October 8th. Um, That's all I've got really for um, movies. Obviously, I've got a lot more news coming up. So I want to mention um, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus. As um, I don't know if you know about this one too, but I, I might as well ask you. Um, are you aware that Game Freak and I suppose um, uh, what's what, is it Elka? Yeah, Elka's developing. Yeah. Video, right. They're dropping sprites going forward of Pokemon. So I was, I was reading this article, and apparently, like, there's no sprites in these games. Like, you know, when you're having the menu, you've got like the you know the eight bit sprites or whatever, sixteen bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but dropping those. Apparently, going forward, um, there's just no sprites at all in these Pokemon games. It's going to be like an icon or like a picture of that Pokemon. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, That sounds like a call. Whether it's a good call or not remains to be seen. But that's... I could be wrong. We need. I mean, we haven't seen enough of the games to really make a judgment. I just apparently that's a thing. Again, I could be completely wrong. And well, I say I. Is this article saying this? Um, but yeah. So I thought I'd throw that up. I don't yeah, know. That would be an interesting call, to be honest. Like, it depends on how it's done. Like, if it's just going to be a picture, as long as the picture is, you know, stylized and fits well, I'm sure it'll be fine. But you know, sprites, yeah, some, sprites some are like the heart of Pokemon. You know. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, sprite work's always been a thing for the old games. I mean, do we, do we need sprites? I'm not going to say we do necessarily. If they if they can cut money on making sprites and put the money in elsewhere, I, I, I'm, I, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, I, I'm not really bothered, truthfully. It's not something I'm going to sit there and cry and put hashtag 
Brexit or Dexit in, on my Twitter account. I'm not really too concerned about the sprites, to be honest. They, they had a charm, though, right? I think, and I think Pokemon Go's first ever April Fools. All of the Pokemon on the map were just sprites. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Yeah, that was that was fun. Near, that was the nearby. Yeah, everything was just sprites, and people was like, "No, what's happened?" But um, yeah, man, that's all really I've got. Unless you've got anything for Legends Arceus and Brilliant Diamond Shining Power, I don't believe anything's been announced. Um, no, and- I don't think we have seen much recently, to be honest. It's been quite dead. All, all The only conversation really going between these games, because we haven't had much news or anything to go off, um, is that, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the Japanese trailer that we had recently for the, the Pokemon Direct for Legends Arceus, you can actually see some really subtle differences between... The, the graphics of the games and like the sizing of everything because a lot of the complaints about uh, Legends Arceus were like Pokemon aren't scaled properly that Lucario is the same size as my character even though he's meant to be smaller uh, uh-huh. the lighting is weird the Gastrodon isn't great the render distance doesn't look fantastic but then you go to the Japanese trailer and a lot of the, the graphics are actually a lot better they've resized things they've fixed a lot of the render issues They've added like custom animations, like for when when your character, when your Pokemon in a fight gets attacked, uh, your character will like flinch or try to cover their head or something, and it, it uh, looks it looks quite cool actually. Like it seems like the Japanese one was done at a later date, and they didn't have time to go back and redo all the footage for the the Western <laughs> one. So that's kind of cool, you know. Like it's it's kind of cool that the games are actually in a better shape than they looked in the trailer. It's it's just interesting. Yeah, yeah, that, that is interesting. I, I could not have an educated guess on why that is. Again, maybe it's as you've just said, it was a late thing in the cycle. Tam was just searching something on the internet. What have you found? Yes, but I'll just say, because you didn't ask me what I, you know, Oi. What, what, what I felt about the movie coming on Netflix. I'm sorry, yes. Okay. Anyway, whilst you were talking, <laughs> I wasn't being rude. Yeah. I was looking at the trailer and it actually looked really sick. I kind of get a Tarzan vibe, but not no. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I'm, if you type in the, the Pokemon movie on Google, it comes up saying uh, Pokemon's attempt at Tarzan is oh, coming. Yeah, like, a lot of people are making yeah. that comparison. Yes, because obviously the boys race on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it says that to celebrate the release of the film, you'll be able to receive. I was going. I was going to get into that for. You for... Put it on the notes. Though. No, anyway, for the brilliant diamond shining. But yeah, go go for it. You can say um, why not. Zarude and a shiny Celebi in your Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield game when you subscribe to the Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter. So yeah. even if you don't watch the film, you could subscribe and get shiny Celebi. And I've subscribed yesterday. So yeah, I mean that's a thing. I was going, I was going to say that, but uh, T's kindly threw that or something. <laughs> that up for us yes See, i think we need to sack i think we need to sack gaz i think he's fired yeah yeah he's no longer the host of the uh, uh. he's not hosted by tan and wanzu bye everyone uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah do you know what makes do you know what's interesting about that reveal though how it says they they're going to be given on sword and shield i think that pretty much confirms that diamond and pearl is only going to be gen one to four i think that confirms that personally i really do because Otherwise, why would if if it did have Gem One to Eight on Diamond and Pearl, surely they'd do the distribution on that, right? Oh wait, no, it's coming out uh, October, isn't it? Yeah, no, that that's silly. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, definitely. 
God, yeah, that's just that's just added a point to my license of a podcaster. Um, <laughs> Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> lack of a yeah. Do you know what's mad though? Like shiny Celebi is a madness because. Pokemon Go gave away a free shiny Celebi in one of the events. So every most po- people I know have a shiny Celebi on Pokemon Go. Yeah, well, or no, you don't. You wouldn't need to put it on home because you could get this one now for free. Or if you're a shiny hunter like me, and, and this is a thing I want. We, we can get into this in a bit onesie as well if you want to. But um, you can shiny hunt Celebi on Pokemon Crystal on the uh, what's it called on the 3DS? What, what's yeah. the uh, the virtual console? I think. That's it. Yeah, so <clears throat> and that was the thing I wanted to bring up um, to you. I mean, we can go into it now if you want, because uh, we do have other topics, but this sort of goes along with this, and it helps buff out the podcast a bit. Um, have you seen like the talks of Nintendo adding more things to their online service? I think they need to. Uh, they definitely need to. The online service mm-hmm. for, uh, well, yeah, the online service that the Switch has is just kind of booty. It's not it's very woeful. good. It's woeful. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's kind of garbage. So anything that they can add really would be fantastic. Uh, like- yeah, they were talking about Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. And to me, that would be... Because like, if... I don't know why Virtual Console isn't on the Switch now because we've got Pokemon Home capability on the Switch. You know, like, I don't know. I just think it'd be cool to have... Because we've already bought them on Virtual Console, right? But if you don't have a 3DS and you've only got a Switch, you're kind of buggered. Like you have to, you know... Um, food for thought. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, th- I think uh, Nintendo have always had a bit of a problem, really, when it comes to re-releasing old games. They lock them behind a bunch of uh, of premium stuff. Like, I mean, t- t- for example, the uh, the Super Mario. I don't know if uh-huh. you remember either of you the the anniversary game they did, which was like a re-release of Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario sixty four. No, it was 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. Yeah, it's not Odyssey. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they did a re-release of that, but they only did it for a limited time. And outside of one Chinese-exclusive console, this re-release thing that they released at for full price, which is just three old ROMs that aren't even the best way to play the game because they've uh-huh. reported the PAL version. Um, yeah. This is the only way that you can play Super Mario Sunshine if you don't have the original console, which a lot of people won't nowadays because the GameCube is very old. So a lot of kids nowadays won't have a chance to play these sorts of games. The GameCube was a bouter of a console, though. Just saying. Oh my god, yes. I didn't have it. It was incredible. I think my first game on there was uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. I. What a game! And you know, you had uh, Legend of Zelda. Was that? Oh, it was like the cartoon one, but it was fucking dope. What was it called? Was it? You know, when you on a boat. That's it. Yeah, yeah, man, that was such a good game. I never completed it. The only one, only Zelda I've actually completed. This is going to annoy a lot of of, uh, Nintendo fans, but the only one I've actually completed is Breath of the Wild. And uh, yeah, the GameCube was a hell of a console. But you are right. Um, I think Nintendo do need to. And uh, just we might as well throw it because I last ten year as well. Okay, what is one of your other favorite? Say Pokemon's your favorite Nintendo franchise. I'm assuming, right? I mean, I know like because I know Pokemon is, but I know you've got a lot of other franchises um, it, we, that are Nintendos that you like. But you, would you still say Pokemon's top of all of them? 
I feel like it's a obvious answer, but uh, what what do you what do you reckon? Oh, is that me or Tanya asking? Sorry. No, that that's you. That's you. So like, ah. I take Pokemon's your favorite franchise, isn't it, on Nintendo? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, absolutely, freaking lovely, man. If you had to pick a second franchise from from Nintendo, what would it be? Oh, second franchise from Nintendo. Uh, oh, probably Legend of Zelda or Smash not, Bros. No, Smash Bros. Because yeah, Smash Bros. I was about to say, not Smash Bros. What about you, Tan? Because I think I know what yours is. What would you say? It's between um, Super Mario. Super Mario. Or Kirby. Or Kirby. Okay. 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 I mean, you've played more Kirby than you have Super Smash Bros. Right? No, I used to always play. Mario on my um, we're about, we're about Nintendo. everyone, we're about to have a domestic. Um, oh, love it! I get the popcorn out. Let's get the, pop- the Mario Kart. You like the Mario Karts, yeah? <laughs> Could you name any track on the Mario Kart, sweetheart? Yes, name one track. The one where, um, no, 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 name, name the track. I'm not gonna name the track. <laughs> I, <know it. laughs> I love, okay. I love trolling her. I love trolling her. Now, um, it's a rainbow. I'd have to say mine, Smash Brothers, because just of how many other characters are there. Um, personally. I, just, I just heard in the background, there's a rainbow one. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow Bridge. See? Or Rainbow Road. I can't I was even about remember. to say, you got it, you're telling us yeah. you wouldn't name a track. You just okay. got it wrong yourself, you dickhead. Rainbow Road. <laughs> um, right, so... Fucking amateurs, I swear. I swear to God, man. Listen, there's a reason why on Twitter, in my bio, this is the most unprofessional Pokemon podcast, number one. Um, <laughs> right, so we're going on a topic that one who's not a big fan of, but Pokemon Go, um, which is, I suppose, more of Tanya's forte than it is Wanzi's, but uh, I don't think Wanzi minds that much. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. Go for it. I'm glad Tan takes yeah. it means I don't have to try and get into the nitty-gritty, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, this is happening in Pokemon Go. Yeah, normally it's a speed round, but we can go over this now. There's not much. So last year, um, there was a magical thing in the world that was taking over everyone's lives called COVID. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers that. Um, it's st- st- still quite prominent in the world. Uh, there was a Pokemon Go Safari Zone being held in Liverpool. Um, I, I was going to go to that. Yeah, I bought tickets for me and Tanya to go, um, and it got cancelled. The cool thing was though that. You could still play the event on the day, wherever you was. Um, but obviously, because we paid, like, you know, full price tickets to actually go to a park that held an event, um, the, the event where playing at home really wasn't worth it. But um, whoever bought a ticket back then can now go to the events that have been rescheduled for free if you've already bought a ticket, that is. And obviously, me and Tan did. So on the, well, the 15th to the 18th of October... Um, you can go to Liverpool if you've bought a ticket last year and attend the Pokemon Go Safari Zone, which I will be doing. I've already booked the day off and I've got to buy train tickets when I get paid. And I'll be going to my first ever Pokemon Go Safari Zone, um, which is really cool. I, I think, but Niantic have also said if you feel safer playing at home and you don't want to travel to Liverpool, you can still play at home. You just won't get the full immersion as you would at a park. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that should but, be cool. And I think, but can yeah. you get your money back if you don't feel like going because of COVID? No, no, no I don't think I, I don't believe you can. Though, oh uh, no, no, no. Last year, I believe you may need to research this. I think I'm right though. I believe they gave people an opportunity to um, a yeah, a re- yeah, it was a refund. Yeah, people could get a refund, or they'd said, or oh, you can wait till the event was rescheduled 
So I think people did get a refund last year for I those who they, didn't want it. They announced the refund before they said that you could still play the game. No, they said they said you can either choose to play the game at home and then we'll reschedule the event for when it's safe mm-hmm. to, or you can just get a refund on the ticket. So I think you could, but I don't think you can now. So like to me, I don't think that's too bad. I think you know they gave you the opportunity at a refund. And if if they did, I, I believe they are. Don't don't hold me to that, please. Don't sue me because I, I don't know. Um, but, back. I'm contacting my lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> well, you won't have to go far for that. Um, no, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing I want to announce at this Savari Zone in Liverpool, and this is quite a cool thing for the podcast. I will be wearing the first ever trainer lounge T-shirt um, at the Safari Zone. So you know the lo- you know the logo with the Bidoof? that's going to be on the teacher, and it's going to have the trainer lounge at the back. With, Hell yeah, uh, yeah, man. So there's going to be a lot of people, and the, and the, I think the artwork that the person who did it for us, um, I think the artwork's pretty cool and it does stand out, uh, especially on a black t-shirt. So um, I think a lot of people are going to be commenting on it, and uh, it's, I think it's very free and good advertisement for the podcast. So I'm excited. I, I think that's going to be dope. 100% agree, my dude. It's uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to see it out there. But uh, i got to say one thing. Uh, you've got to make sure that you uh, bat at merch. Uh, bat at merch. Yeah, man. If, if, uh, if There will be a point. Uh, uh, like, okay, so here's the plan. The road the roadmap is I will be having my streaming set up by the end of this year. It, it may very well cross over to early next year because I need I still need a monitor, the desk. You know, I could have enough for the PC by the end of the show that I want, but for the monitor, the desk, the gaming chair, everything else. So um, it may it may just cross over, but we'll see what happens with that. But when I start streaming everything, that's when we're going to start setting up, you know, more. Um, it'll get bigger. Yeah, it'll get bigger. It won't just be a podcast. It'll be like streams. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited. And it's something I've been wanting to do for about two years now. But um, I was going to say something really cliche and I might get destroyed. What was you going to say? The, we can't get copyrighted. We're making the network uh, orange. The, the network orange. And like it would say, the future is bright. The future is orange. Oh, yeah. That, I remember them. Yeah. That's, you know. Rob their slogan. Yeah, for the trainer lounge. No. I mean. The trainer lounge is bright. The, fe- the trainer lounge is oh, bidoof. Oh. Oh my god! Are you sure you want to start? <laughs> Are you sure you want this person to be the host of the part? Are you sure? <laughs> right. Well, uh, it's, it's been great being here. Uh, I, I gotta go. So. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, first of all, um, the podcast right now is a black and green theme because that's what the logo is. So, and my favourite colours, and I'm biased as I'm the host, so uh, we're gonna have that. And uh, maybe a hint of purple for onesies. You know. Heck yeah! Um, you know it. You know it. The only orange you can have, but no, Evie's not even orange. What colours, Evie? Like white. That's the shiny version. Yeah, but like what? A, what it's like a brown. It? It's like a brown, isn't it? I didn't say I wanted brown. So what? What colour do you want? Yellow. Oh Christ, yellow. Bidoof, or pink. Bidoof's belly's yellow. Or pink. We're not having pink on the podcast. It's not working. That's so stereotypical. We'll have women contacting us like, "How dare you pick pink? Because you're saying that women have to represent pink, and I represent Why are you orange." Okay. That all women are oh Christ! Here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move forward before we get absolutely hate bombed. I'm not ready for the Flubberdoshes over party yet. Right, going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going on for uh, Pokemon Go still though. Oh, you can get um, two for Pokemon Go today. Thing in Pokemon Go right now. I wasn't actually going to bring that up because. 
that's kind of old news. But yeah, a Hooper is in the game, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's not old news because well, there's about 16. Um, you want to like, come a bit closer, but there's 16 things you have to do in the is it the special research tasks? Yeah, it's the mischievous season. Yeah, and I've, I've only got to like. By the way, ones, can you hear Tan okay from your end? Because like, I've got yeah, the phone she, by me. She's a, she's a little bit quiet and a little bit like echoey far away, but she's she's all right. You're all right. Yeah, that's why it's all right because you're the only one who can actually tell the voice of Tan because she's sitting other side of the bed. All right, yeah. So Hooper's a thing, but um, uh, the most important thing, and obviously this has happened in the last three weeks since we've come back. Um, Pokemon Go have decided to keep the 80, 80 meters distance in the game, which um, it's, a, it's a good decision. They took way too long to decide that. I don't know why they took so much time and caused themselves such a shitstorm in order just, just to keep it in the end. You might as well have just accept. On the first day, everyone was complaining. Just come out and say, sorry, everyone, we are keeping it. You know, apologies. But they took too long to announce it. So they, they did damage their reputation by doing that. Uh, but you know what? It's still here. They're keeping it now. It's it's the uh, standard distance for Pokestop. So, you know, it's now the new base. Instead of 40, it's now 80. So I think that's good news. You know, um, I in a bad way. I'm quite happy about that, totally. And yeah, um, fair, fair play to them, fair play to them, but yeah, it's, it's exactly as you say, mate. You can't really say much fairer than that. We've criticized them quite heavily for this on the podcast before, so it's it's nice yeah, to see yeah. them actually being like, Yeah, okay, we'll listen to you for once. Yeah, a lot of people's complaining about it, and rightfully so. There's a lot of re- issues with it, and, and they've come out and said it, and also they've announced, you know, there's they will still be working on ways to get people out, but they just won't be changing that core feature, which it's now a feature. It's now, it's not just the season thing. It's the base distance, right? Which is good. And a uh, thumbs up on the podcast for that one. And the last thing to do Pokemon Go for me, unless anyone brings anything up, um, October 9th is Duskull Community Day. So on the 8th, you can watch the new movie. And then on the 9th, go out with your family and friends, if it's safe to do so. And if you've got any. If you have any family and friends, sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the little oh, chaos gremlin in the corner. It's oh, great. <laughs> oh my god! If you have any, listen. If you don't have any family no, and friends, still go out if you don't. If you don't have any family and friends, you're more than welcome to listen to this podcast or the old episodes. Listen to my soothing voice and Wanzi's angelic voice and Tanya's snarky posh voice and. We'll be your friend. Listen, we're open to everyone. Friend in me. Oh my god! Disney, you can't come at me. You can't. You cannot do anything to me. I'm not getting money yet. When I'm getting money, all of these are getting you. Man, I swear to God. Right. So, uh, yeah. Just called Community Day in October, and obviously Halloween season's coming. The Halloween in Pokemon Go is always a banger. It's always a banger in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go now. It actually looks really nice on there. Have you checked the window? The window. You know the loading screen? Oh, yeah. Like, it's different, isn't it? Uh, have you looked in the window? No. There's, like, a hidden Pokemon. I, I'm not going to say You can look at it yourself. But, um, right, that's Pokemon Go. She, she wants to load on Pokemon Go so she can see it. Um, the only thing that annoys me with Pokemon that's put me off the is having to try and level up. See, my thing is... Have you seen that, though? Yeah, no, the icon. Yeah, the icon's quite nice. But, um, no, I because as Wanzi, you would know I took a break off Pokemon Go due to the whole drama, what Niantic was doing. And um, I saved so much money actually by not playing pokemon go um, i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna now well, i know that's pretty cool isn't it anyway go to the uh list please darling so we can see where we are um yeah so pokemon go um a few good things are happening there's not a bad thing to say 
Pokemon Unite. Yeah, well, yeah, we can go into that once. Is there anything? Because the next topic's really Pokemon Unite, and I've got I don't really have much else to say um for the topic. So is there anything that you wrote down that I haven't covered? Not particularly, my dude. Uh, we're all good. Pokemon Go is still kind of not my cup of tea. Uh and Unite with you know, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to crack on, so uh we're good. Yeah, what tank what level is one on what? Um go. What level I are you like on? Thirty-four, either thirty-four or thirty-six. I'm not great. Yeah, what you know? You know that one dude doesn't play Pokemon Go because my dad's two levels higher than him. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all my dad does is log on the game every day, catch ten Pokemon. That my dad's my dad's routine is ten Pokemon a day. Ch- turns it off. He knows how to spin. He knows how to get rid of Pokemon, yeah, about two, three. and he, he knows how to catch Pokemon, but he, he doesn't know how to evolve. He doesn't know how to hatch eggs. Like he just knows how to it's tap a ball. Didn't know what the word. Yeah, was. Yeah, a little fun story. One, two, before we move on, my dad oh. caught a Murphy. Did I ever tell you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I want to hear. So he caught a shiny Murkrow, and he asked me. He thought he thought Murkrow had a disease. He was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong with this bird? What? No, what's wrong with this shit bird?" That's what. I'm <laughs> so we apologise to any shiny Minecraft fans. What's wrong like, with this shit bird? <laughs> Why is it a different colour? And I said, "Oh, it's a shiny Pokemon." He said, "Oh, what?" And then I had to try and explain to my dad what a shiny is, and he went, "Oh, it's a bit stupid, isn't it?" I said, "Yeah, but it, it makes more money than you. <laughs> it's more money than you realise." So, uh, right. Okay. Did you just say that on news of Pokemon Go? Yeah. That Inkay and Manamar have made their debut. debut. Yeah. In case uh, you didn't know. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go right now is doing me with one thing because they have dropped some Galar Pokemon, Galarian Pokemon in Pokemon Go, but we still haven't had Gen Seven yet. So. But the reason why they dropped Galarian forms, one just just have not Galarian form, sorry, actual Galarian Pokemon like um. I don't know, Wulu, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the whole Hooper story, because Hooper can tra- uh, teleport Pokemon from different dimensions, right? Or different- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was to go along with that. It just feels a little bit weird to have more Pokemon from Galar and Pokemon Go than we have had um, Alola. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought that because I did, I did see that that they dropped some Galarian forms, and I was like, hang on a minute, that's a bit dodge. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. But moving on. Before we go into Pokemon United, I do want to mention one thing, and I thought we'd bring it up because it's. I, I think we have mentioned this on a podcast before, but I may as well bring it up for any new listeners or whatnot. Don't you think it's crazy that Pokemon doesn't have a European shop? It was okay yeah. That you yeah, yeah. It was me and you talked about it, man. It like when we went to the Pokemon Center. Because I I typed in on um. Google, like uh, it was like advertised Pokemon plushies or something. I clicked on it and it was the main Pokemon store uh, in America. And well, not the main, the main one's Jap- uh, Japan, but I clicked on the American one. It was like a Bidoof plush. I thought, oh, that's cool. I was like, there's got to be a European store because there's such a huge market. And I mean, two of the fucking Pokemon regions are European, right? Uh, Galar and uh, uh, Gen 6. Is that yeah, true? Kalos. Kalos and Galar, yeah. France and, France yeah, and the France. UK, baby. And the United Kingdom, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, mad. So I, I just they don't have a European store. I wonder why that is, though. Do you think it's just because 
they make so much money and it's more hassle for them to have to ship and make a centre in the in Europe. Or look, where would where would you? I know we're probably biased for England, but I really would have a European. The whole Brexit thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot we're not in Europe, are we? Mm, yeah, that's a bit we're, we're still in Europe, we're just not in the European Union. But do you not have to charge like um, the costs and stuff if it's yeah, like... there is some element of form to it, isn't there? When they it comes could, to they could charge their own sort of prices, it, it wouldn't have anything to do with uh, you know, uh, they could realistically get it cheaper here now because there's no EU rules, they could negotiate yeah. stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, they probably don't do it because they're stupid. Like, I'm, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not even just trolling or anything. I'm not, I'm not even just trolling. I just genuinely think they haven't done it outside of Europe because they just can't be asked. They, located, yeah, I believe that. They, I believe they pinpointed that. America and Japan, like the home region, as like the two biggest markets they wanted to try and crack, and the they just haven't. The West, yeah. yeah, they haven't yeah. really changed that. They've only recently started trying to tap into the European market because they realise, oh yeah, there is a little bit of a, you know, a market out there, uh, and so we've got a lot of marketing going on in this country here for Pokemon. But apart from that, it's a little bit misguided, really. I, you don't really see them doing anything over in Europe. Well, I know Tanya was going to jump in multiple times. That's what you were saying, Tan. No, I think when it, um, they opened that centre in London. I don't think they thought it was going to do as well as it actually did. Yeah, did but... you go to that once? The Pokemon oh. Centre in London? Nah, I never went to that. But you're, you're absolutely spot on, Tan. I, I think they didn't realise it at all. They didn't think at all. Because they didn't have enough stock, did they? They ran out of stuff. Yeah, because you've, you've, you've heard that story once, haven't you? How me and Tan went to the centre in London. I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, we're obviously not going over that story, but looking at how ridiculous it was just to get in the shop for 20 minutes. Like we spent 20 times the time queuing up just to, you know. And we thought we were there relatively early. Oh, and we would yeah. be the first ones. Three in the it... morning's early, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, you did. yeah, but how many people were already there? Oh, it was really, yeah, there was, I mean, we were fairly, we were close to the front. We were close to the front. We was in the first line of people, like, yeah. you know, but um, I mean, we was at the, by the shop when, it, you know, when we were sitting down, but yeah, so, Looking at the, you know, the amount of people that bought stock, and they did sell out. There was no way they didn't sell out. On our day, they made it so that you could only buy, was it five items each? Yeah, but that was because people were buying multiples and selling them on eBay and scalpers. Scalping. Business opportunities, bro. (laughs) Bro, scalpers, I hate them. They are the scum of the earth. And and I get it why you do it, but it, it's just harmful to the economy. It's just harmful to like, it's like, and that's. And it's sad because some people would actually spend it. And that's the thing with, you know, going on scalpers and what we said earlier about Nintendo, like, look at Pokemon, bro. This is a perfect example. Look at all the old games. Because there's no way to access them, the only other way to access them is buying physical old cartridges. And look how expensive, like, Heart Gold and Soul Silver is if you haven't got one. Mm. Like, so what, 60, 70 quid now for a brand new game? Oh, man, it's, it's bizarre to me. Absolutely bizarre that a game that's, like, over... I don't know, like 10, 15 years old, still goes for those prices just because Nintendo couldn't give a, you know, that they can't be bothered. It's just harmful. I, I think Tan's spot on, you know. I think, yeah, yeah, I agree. That, yeah, I think it's spot on. She normally never is spot on. She's normally an idiot, but no, no, she's right. Like the, wood, like, 
That, that, if I had it in London. Yeah, I think if they were to pull it anywhere, obviously it'd be great to have it in Birmingham. But, but let's London, be honest, London London would be the place it would be if it were, was going to be anywhere. People, I know lots of people go to London anyway, but the amount of tourists that we have... I think they're scared because I think... Look, how much issues do you reckon that caused that shopping centre when it opened up in Westfield in London? I think it caused so many problems for that shopping centre to have... How many security? I'm sure oh, there was so. There was yeah, yeah. The security did not like me. And, me and Tan, the security did not like us at all. Oh, um, what do you mean they didn't like you? Go on. I go out, like, to, yeah. To so to basically, what it was, right? Okay. So imagine you when we first got there, everybody's sitting outside. It started to rain, so they moved everybody inside the building, right? So yeah. because we're sitting down, you know, bear in mind we're there from three in the morning, and the shop doesn't open till ten. So. You know, you calculate that, what, seven hours we're just sitting there chilling, waiting to be able to get into a shop. At some point, you're going to be hungry. You're going to want to quickly grab some breakfast, maybe grab a drink because you're thirsty. Maybe, go to the yeah, go to the toilet, right? So if if you wasn't there alone, someone could hold your spot, which is what me and Tan did. So because, like, I went to get us breakfast, because there was a McDonald's, like, literally two minutes away from the building. So I went to McDonald's to get us breakfast. And then Tan at some point moved off to go and, I don't know, go toilet or whatnot. But, like, it, we just had trouble coming back to our spot. And we had to have people in front of us and behind us stick up for us and say, yeah, no, they was here. Do you know what I mean? It was just... Like trying to say that I was jumping the queue. And I was like, no, oh, I am here. Yeah, like, we've been here for seven hours, mate. We haven't jumped the queue. Do you know what I mean? Check your cameras, do what you want to do. And it was just hassle. It was just hassle to be able to get in, the, you know, to be able to go and go to the toilet or go and... I mean, I obviously vaped a lot at the point. So go and have a smoke outside or something. But, but thinking of it, no, this is completely different. You know how Disney is a worldwide thing? I mean, po- I don't think Pokemon... Pokemon... Is Pokemon bigger than Disney? That's what I was... This is where I'm getting into. Yeah. So Disney's a big thing. Now, yeah. I don't know if Pokemon's as big as Disney, but I wouldn't say it's far off. No, right? I'm just interested. Is it bigger? So, like, you have your Disney store in Birmingham. You've most likely got a Disney store in London. A dis- you've got a Disney store in America, France, most likely Japan. Why Why not the same with Pokemon? Have one in England, in London, because it is as big. Yeah, I think it, uh, I struggle to think it wouldn't do well because I think just by, ju- but then a lot of people say, oh, you know, maybe it's because it would always be sold out. But the only reason London's was so ridiculous is because we've never had anything like that over here. You know, it's demand, isn't it? Supply versus demand. And we never had supply. Like permanently. Okay, you'd have issues with selling out and stuff to start with. At the start, yeah. And I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that it would die down, but it wouldn't be as... It prints money, doesn't it? Yeah. It prints money. I think that's the main thing we're going to. Um, a Pokemon, European store, wherever that may be, it would print money. I don't care where it is, even if it isn't the UK, as long as we can still order from it and pay with you know, currency where we haven't got to pay. Like, if we were to order from America, we have to pay, like, I don't know, onesie, maybe you know more about this than me, but don't you have to pay, like, an access of a ridiculous amount just to ship the item over here? Yeah, a lot of the time, they won't even ship to the UK. You, yeah. like, I've got um, a Bennett hoodie that was, like, a limited edition thing from the yeah. Pokemon Center US. Uh, I had to get my mate from... Uh, I can't remember where he lives in the US, but my mate who lives in the US to, to buy it for me... Uh, I sent him the money for it and he had to pay his own pocket to ship it over and I paid for his shipping because they just 
don't ship to the UK or they don't ship outside of America. It just honestly, it, it's just dodgy, Ver. I don't understand why they're just so anti the rest of the world. So the moral of this Pokemon, if you don't put a center in like where the UK people can purchase stuff, you'll oh, just get American friends. If you have any friends, like Tan just said, if you have no American friends, don't worry. Um, you know, <laughs> if you don't have any American friends, then yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. So, as the trainer lounge service, if you have no American friends, onesies DMs are always open, and he can put orders in for you. So, just... uh, let's let's not let's not do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me come over there of it as well, like, yeah so one know. onesie will charge you pocket for that so yeah, access so of, si- yeah 60 percent of the price must go to onesie if you I want ain't about to get D- to get dmca'd come on now <laughs> we're joking what onesie will you not better be, be freaking joking yeah <laughs> Oh, fun times. Yeah, that wasn't even a topic, but I'm happy we spoke about that because it, it's just a bit of a madness. All right, shall we go on to um, Pokemon Unite then? Because I think there's a lot... I have one question for Wednesday, though. I'll go for it. This oh, is interesting. Go, go, go for it, yeah. So, Gaz did explain why you haven't been on. And I'm not a stalker, but I was like to Gaz, Wednesday hasn't been on Unite for ages and he's like level 29 and you're I, like 31. I, I never explained why he hasn't been on. I said, I don't know why. I was, I, I've had a few guesses, Wednesday, oh, okay. why you haven't been on. But you said you think it's because he's got... I, no, I think it's because of a multiple of things. I think not only life is a thing, you know, why, you know, I know you can be a busy person. I think the main reason you haven't been on, tell me if I'm wrong, and this is part of the reason why I wanted to ask you about Unite as well. Um, I'm assuming you haven't been on in about six to seven days because number one, your masters rank anywhere. You're already, mm-hmm. you know, you're at masters. So two, it does not. Mo- I'm assuming you've completed the battle pass. Uh, no, I haven't completed the battle pass, but I've, there's plenty of time for me to do so. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Carry on, carry on, yeah. Um, and I mean, this could be completely wrong. This I knew the masters was an element of it, but like. Due to the current ranking system, maybe. Okay, right. So, yeah, go into it. I'm, I'm really intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So you've hit a couple of points there. So Pokemon Unite at the moment is, you know, it's cool. It's cool. It's a fun mm-hmm. game. It's genuinely decent. But I'm, I'm a League of Legends player. I've played MOBAs, a bunch of them, um, for a very, very long time. Like I'm talking three, four, five years at the very least. Like, and I've I've played a lot of these games to death. Pokemon Unite's current state, it will burn itself out really quickly. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, are some mm-hmm. very, very glaring issues with the game that are really kind of hampering things. Right. So, firstly, I'm master rank already, as you say. I, I yep. hit master after about a week or so. Very early. Very early, yeah. I hit it very, very early. And I played a few games in Master Rank afterwards. And it was, you know, it was, it's all right. I got some high-level games in against some decent people. Like, I played against the number one player in the world as well, which was kind of fun. Uh, And I came up against a couple of YouTubers as well. So, you know, I, I had a bit of fun with that. But then I started thinking to myself, like, every other game I'm playing against... A team five of five. Stacks. I'm playing yeah, against yeah, five yeah. stacks. Me and mm-hmm. my duo, because you know I've got a, a duo partner that I play with a lot. Um, I've streamed with him a couple of times, and 
he's you know we've got really good symmetry like a uh, synergy sorry and like good chemistry so we know when to make calls we know would, how that, would that be handsome would it is that handsome yeah, jack? that'd be my, my boy handsome jack the yeah, one so. that was also featured on the, an episode by the way you can find that um it just in the previous episodes yeah he was on he, and it was a very good episode my it was well. yeah it was so, it yeah. was a good one yeah but yeah i i i do owe with him a lot and mm-hmm. i we we both realized that there's no point playing the game if we're always going to be matched up against teams of five most mobas when you play like competitive in like the ranked system or whatever you get a different queue when you want yeah. to play yeah. like a team of five you you have like it's it's called flex queue or something where you have like teams of three to five teams of one or two go into solo queue which is like everyone but pokemon unite it's just not really it's not harboring a competitive environment it's making it so that the only way that you can play properly is by finding five people of equal skill uh and then the game is still on a coin flip. So mm-hmm. it, it just, it's not that fun anymore because it, it just has so many issues. I can get matched up with people who are veteran and I'm master rank. Like, yeah. And I'm sure that there are some really good players in veteran. Like, it's nothing against them. But at the end of the day, then I'm supposed to be at the highest rank. Veteran is, you know, it's two whole divisions below me. Like, that's like me, 10 ranks me. below. I'm on top of you. Be- believe me, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's the fact that you can, there are people in veteran who don't know how to play the game. There are people in veteran that's, who that's... don't understand MOBA. There, there are people in veteran who have got there literally by being piggybanked uh, and piggybacked and don't understand how MOBAs work. And so, that's fine. Like, you should be able to get there. But at the same time. Can I, can I like, jump in on this point? Sorry. Because it's, nah, it's go definitely... for it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so like when the game first came out, um, we, we kind of celebrated by having like me, Onesie, one of our good friends, Ryan, with us. Um, one of my mates, Dave. We also had Mavs joining with us as well. And you could really tell the difference between me and Mavs and Onesie. That doesn't necessarily make me and Mavs bad. And I think Onesie saw us doing fairly decent. But you could see the awareness that Onesie had for the map and the strategies compared to me and Mavs was completely different. So, for example... Me and Luke would run everywhere on the map, and the ones he's thinking, well, hold on. Once he loses his head at Luke. No, no once, <laughs> once he was like, he didn't realise it was Mavs, but he was like, why are you coming down here and taking our farm? And I'm thinking, I didn't realise at the, the point how severe that can impact the game yeah. until I'm now ultra. I'm not master yet. I want to climb to master. I don't think and I'm, I'm that veteran, good. I'm by the way. Yeah, t- like, t- 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 I'm, I'm the peasant. Yeah, t- oh, t- so t- you're t- a peasant yeah. then, yeah, okay. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like the past few days, um, I have begun the climb to get to the, I, I want to get to master. I don't think I will. And I, I think it's a mixture of things. Number one, it is my skill level. I don't think I'm quite there. I'm making a lot of better players. Like for me, you know, like I play a game. Um, I always go to top lane now because when Dreadnought comes, none of the top lane ever come down. So if I'm in top lane, I know that at least I'll come down to help. Um, but it's as you've just said once. I'm in ultra, but I'm being paired with veterans, even even experts, right? And I, I was an expert a week ago. I was in expert rank. Now I'm ultra. But I see what you mean. Like, you play with these people, and you can't hate on them because they're not at the level you're at. They haven't got the experience you're at. But you can't help but feel frustrated, right? Like... And, and now you can tell who you've been teamed with. There's like a system where you can see, the, you probably know about it, Wanzi, the top right of the, um, have you noticed that in the lobby? No, I, I, I haven't, no. 
Yeah, so when you go into a lobby now, there's like a the top right of someone's trainer card. There's like that a flip. yeah, it's like a flip. Yeah. So for example, master's like a light blue and a purple. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I yeah, was yeah, yeah. confused on what you're on about. Yeah, you can see the the little border. Yeah, you can see the border of what they are and like and the amount of times I'm being paired with experts and but then I can't hate on the experts because I used to play like them when I was at their level. So can I just add into that though, like. For example, I've played with you once and Luke before. Yeah. At the start. Yeah. And I I had never played those kind of games before, and I was just all over the shop. Well, just like me and Mavs, yeah. Of yeah, course. but I, I think I was worse than you and Mavs, and that's okay for me to say. Like I remember one time I was like pushing it into their goal. Once he was with me, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, I've got to leave you. You're gonna die." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, because I, I was getting really stressed, and you was like, "Guys, why are you going so mad?" And I'm like, "No, lot Tan, you're getting one I think to kill." When I walked out, I yeah, like, yeah, I'm not playing no more. Yeah, me and Tan, like, we wanted like a severe argument, but we got so annoyed at each other because this game. Like... Moment, you can say that I have improved. No, no, like, really good. like once. What's your highest? I know it doesn't really mean much of skill. But what's your highest goal scored in the game? My highest goal scored in a game is 520. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Tan. Yeah, so my highest is truthfully about 280. I mainly play support anyway, but Tan's got one of 390. And I thought, like, oh, wow, wow. that Yeah, I thought that bloody hell, that's ridiculous. But going from... Like, yeah, go on. So, like, I'll be playing a game, and I think that I'm doing relatively well. And most of the times in the team, when I'm not playing with you, I'll become MVP. But then we'll be defeated. And then the annoying thing is, is because of my other teammates, I'm not saying that anything like I held it all. Yeah. But then I lose points and then I have to drop down. So I can go from veteran back to... And it's like you it feel like me. you feel like you're losing rank for something you haven't done, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Welcome to MOBAs. Welcome yeah. to every yeah. single yeah. MOBA ever. If no one else is like just playing but as a team, that's the problem. Right, can, with... I, can I just say? Can I just say something like? Uh, so yeah, that, what you've just described right there. Um, you feel like you're losing rank because of you know other people on your team. That is the attitude of every single MOBA game ever. But it's worse in Pokemon Unite. And this is yeah. one of the reasons why I haven't played. It's worse in Pokemon Unite because you can actively be paired up with people who are like 10 whole classes below you. Exactly. You can be paired up with people yeah. that haven't got as much experience, don't understand the game, maybe aren't as smart as you. Like you can be paired up with people who are genuinely beneath you. And I'm not saying that as a meme, but like people who <laughs> genuinely are worse at the game than you are. And the game doesn't do enough, in my opinion, to teach you about strategies, to teach no. you how to play a MOBA game. It just says, this is what this does. This is what that does. This is what this does. This is your Pokemon. This is how to attack. Go nuts. It doesn't yeah, give you anything yeah. to teach you. And it's not the player's fault about any of this. It's the game itself has quite a few flaws that make it. And it's not a fun experience when you get high enough. It's like when me and Gaz was playing earlier, um, some random person added us. So I thought, oh, I'll invite them to a game. Yeah. And we were playing with them. And you could just see... This was on standard, this was. Yeah, it was standard. Yeah. But yeah, it could yeah. have happened in ranked and it would have annoyed us if it was ranked. Yeah, but yeah. But, like, we're there, me and you. Playing properly. 
playing properly with about four of the opposing team on us. Yeah. And these two were there just like scoring goals in the top lane. And it's like, yes, you need to score points. You need to work as a team. And you can see that your teammates are getting twatted. Come and help. Yeah. Like, and then score your goals. Okay, so um, once. I'll, I'll, yeah, go go for it. You Go what you're yeah, going to say. Yeah. I'll I was yeah. Hold the question because I am. I will answer. But I will say, like in that sort of situation, it becomes a bit of a toss-up because there's also an equal amount of validity. Like it's you know, it makes sense for them to also stay up top if you guys are getting butt fucked down bot. Because if they come down and you guys are already really really struggling and really far behind, them coming down, they're just going to die as well because the rest of the team will just focus on them. So if they stay up top and score mm-hmm. points and get themselves really strong for the end of the game, there is also validity in that. It's Could you have to. Game yeah, no. Nah, so <laughs> uh, what, what I was going to ask you was right. I, I had five tips that I think of a very legit and um, tips, but you're someone who's played MOBAs for years, right? I mean, how, when did you start playing league? I started playing league in 2016. Right. So yeah, bloody hell, five years of experience, right? Me, I've had two months of experience. I've tried them on phones before, but never to this level where, you know, I've actually fully delved into it and, you know, stra- so I've got five tips, but you're the guy who I really wanted to put them up against so you could argue some of them if you think, you know, they're not fair tips. Okay, right? yeah, shoot. And so, uh, I'll, I'll say that I am actually, I have actually got a video on my channel of seven things yes, that you should do you to have. climb. So this is you a, have, good, yeah, definitely. a good benchmark. I did promote on one of the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Tan's podcast, when we did the episode on the weekend, we said definitely watch that. Uh, fantastic video. I think probably one of your, I mean, I hope this is an insult, but probably one of the highest, um, uh, what's it called? Um, not, not effort, because all your videos got effort. What's it? Uh, production value, right? It seems very professional, almost. Uh, I scripted it. That, that's, that's Yeah, it. that's it. Yeah, like yeah. it seemed um, to flow very, very well. It had a, um, you know, it was, it was a very just uh, just a straightforward, good video. Like, I really enjoyed it. Definitely check that out. Um, it's still valid today. <laughs> Excuse me. So here, here's some things um, I wrote down, right? So my first thing was, um, if, you, if you are at bottom and a dreadnought fight's about to happen, in my opinion, I think everyone should top, should come down to help bottom. So you can get the dreadnought, everybody gets a level ahead, everybody gets experience ahead, bang. Because for me, right, I feel like, again, you can argue this if you want, I feel like if you lose top, there isn't much there isn't much benefit to, to still having top. Rotom really doesn't do much. You can defend against Rotom. The only thing it does, I suppose, is give them the enemy points. But again, you can defend against it. You can get points from defending against it. So, you know, going for Rotom first, in my opinion, isn't the play. I feel like Dreadnought is ultimately more important than Rotom. I mean, so that that's the first point. What, what would you say to that? I would say in most situations, yes. But as I, I said a minute ago, um, if the bot lane, if you're already so far out of position that you're still up top, your yeah. top laners aren't there, and you can see that the fight has already been lost down bot lane, there is no point in coming down to help with the Dreadnought fight because you will just go in 2v5 and die. 
So yeah, lose gracefully, right? Yeah, lose gracefully. Know you're going to lose it anyway, so just prepare yourself for the next battle. No, if, if you know if you know you're going to lose it, you have to think: what can I impact on the map? If I go down to Dreadnor and see that my team already dead, we can't make an impact on that fight. What can I do to help my team score points and get an EXP lead? Rotom's up. I'm going to go take that, get the EXP from that, and I'm going to go score some points and get some EXP to counteract what Dreadnor does. As soon as you've done that, head down to bot and start defending. That's that's what I would say. In nine times out of ten, if you're playing top lane, you want to go down to the Dreadnor fight. But if your bot lane are absolutely terrible, absolute garbage, don't bother. Do not bother because you will just yeah. end up feeding harder. So, so yeah, so I wrote down, obviously for this point, I wrote down with about 20 seconds, probably preferably before that until Dreadnor, I would already have the majority of the team at bottom ready to fight it, right? That's what I'd do personally. I'd have everyone ready there. So as you've just said, it's pointless coming down when there's already a fight happening and the team's already either lower leveled or already feeding the enemy team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, think that's a, I think that's a fair point. Um, tip number two is I would much rather keep the bottom goals than keep top goals. Now, by that, I don't mean just go and lose top lock. It's nothing. I don't mean that. But I mean, so... I think it's very important to keep the first goal by Dreadnought because if you are if you're having a team battle, battle by Dreadnought and you've still got your first goal, you can run back and quickly grab a shield and get health, right? Whereas mm-hmm. if you haven't got that first goal, you've got to run back further to you know to escape danger and yeah, risk losing Dreadnought. So for me, I think it's very important to try and destroy the enemy's first goal. That 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 was tip number two. I think I think it's self-explanatory anyway to okay, take out so, the enemy's goal. So it does make sense what you're saying. You if you get rid of the first goal, they lose the citrus berries and they have to run back further to get health yeah. anyway. But I will say, uh, it's actually been tested. If you are hurt and you're like around fifty percent health or more and you want to get back up to full, it's actually quicker to run all the way back to the second goal and then run back. And then you'll be at full health quicker. So unless you pass five minutes and you could just teleport and then jump, right? Well, yeah, yeah, of course. And yeah, you yeah, do yeah. that, you might as well back and jump back in. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, getting rid of the first goals is very important for objective fights because yeah. it's not just about the score zone; it's about the citrus berries being there. If the citrus berries are gone, they don't have access to an immediate heal. So mm-hmm. get rid of the. It's exactly as you say. It's a really good point. Try and get rid of those first goals as much as you can. Score as many points as you can early on. Um, and yeah, I, I think that one's definitely a really good tip. You've uh, you've hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> so this one now, I'll be honest with you. My biggest struggle in Pokemon Unite, and it's definitely I think everyone says it as well. It's the Zapdos fight. Everyone has a problem with right. Now, my problem isn't the whole Zapdos mechanic. I've come to grips with it. I've come to terms with it, right? Uh, first of all, I will ask you your your strategy for dealing with Zapdos, like whether you fight it first, whether you let the enemy team fight it, then you try and steal it. Obviously, depending on whether you've got a massive lead, you would just defend the Zapdos, right? But yeah. this would be my... This would, this is a tip that I have. Now, some people have argued this with me. and So, now, let's say you've got a team fight. You're all in the middle. There's 10 Pokemon, and they've just took Zapdos, right? Uh-huh. A lot of people's initial thing to do is run back and defend goals to stop them from scoring in it. But my initial thing to do is, fuck that, run to their goals and dunk while they're busy dunking in yours. Because if they get to your goal, you can't stop them anyway because it's Insta, right? If they've got Zapdos, you can't stop one, them. 
billion percent agree with you there. One okay. billion cool. percent. Ign- okay. If they have got Zapdos, you are not stopping them. Unless you have a team that has five defenders on it, like you have Snorlax, uh-huh. Blast, you have all of the defenders, you can't yep. protect it. Your best bet is to go and score as many goals as you can. Get right. Two things. If you lose the Zapdos fight, one, kill as many people around you as possible. Quick kills. Of course. Of course I'm talking yeah, like yeah. within... If you can get a kill within five seconds, do your best to try and get a kill and then get yeah. the heck out and they get your get the heck to their goals and score as many. Quick kills, then run straight to their goals and score. Spot on. Yeah, yep. yeah. If you've got like an ult, like your Blastoise, you've got an ult, try and do an AoE damage. Try and take anyone out before, you know, try and limit the amount of goals they can score because last thing you want is a 500-point score drop, right, as, as soon as they get zapped though. So, no, I, yeah, I agree that I don't mean just leave the entire team to go and score. If you can kill anyone, of course, do it. But running back to your goal just to try and defend it, to me, is such a bizarre concept considering... No, I've done that before when I when I didn't realise the, you know, the strategy of just um, counter-scoring. Do you know what I mean? I didn't realise, oh, okay, well, while they're busy, why don't I dunk 100 points? I'm all, we're already 300 points ahead. If they get a 300-point score, if I dunk this 100, I'll be 100 ahead anyway. So that that was just the whole idea of that point. Um, I, I did have another one. Again, this one I'll run by you because this one I, I'm not even too sure of. But I'd always, after Dreadnought, I think it's a safe bet for everyone to run and try and take Rotom, right? But I always prefer to stay at bottom while the team does that to try and defend that goal, like we said, for objectives. But what's your opinion? Do you think everybody should run for Rotom after Dreadnought? Or do you think someone should be defending bottom goal? Like, what, What's your opinion on that? It really depends. If you've got Rotom mm. yourself, then, yeah, you have an EXP lead, you can bully the opponents. And as long as you don't get caught out of position, what's the harm in running up top to help out with the Rotom fight? But at the end of the day, if you've got a lead, this game isn't about extending that lead further. It's about making sure you have one extra point than the opponent at the end of the game. So if you can keep harassing bot and get their first goal, go for it. If you know, you've already taken it, if you've got lane priority, you've taken their first goal, you've taken all of their camps, you're you're pushing very far up, you can rotate round easily. And you know, they, they will have to stay and get their get their camps as much as possible if if this is making any sense so it, it literally yeah, just yeah, depends yeah. on the situation like if they've taken rotom best thing you can do is try and catch up and the best way to catch up is to try and get some points in and it, it's a tough one it literally just depends on the flow of the game at the moment there's no set play that you can make and that a lot of people fall into that trap a lot of people are like i've got to rotate down at seven minutes otherwise it's over but that's not necessarily true. It, it's all about how you can impact the map and score as many points as possible. And Dreadnought only gets you 20 points and a, a shield and some EXP. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. I think like I think I think that I wouldn't say this is necessarily a tip. Let me just um, put my phone on mute because I've got Ryan commenting on all my stuff on Facebook and it's just pinging my phone off. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, well, obviously I've got Another another like tip again. Whether you agree with this, and then afterwards I'm going to ask you about the Zapdos fight before we go into like a new segment as we're like 48 minutes. But um, mm-hmm. so, so, so like with uh-huh, Sammy, <laughs> so like after after you lose the dread the dreadnought fight, 
my opinion is instead of for me at that point it's pointless trying to fight the enemy team because they're all they've all gained a level on you they've all got shields my first initial thing to do is just run for it just go and farm as quick as you can try and catch up on levels try and i think what is the point in trying to kill them after they've got dreadnought because you're going to end up feeding them you're going to end up with a deficit again giving them more xp losing your aos energy what what's your thought on that it's a tough I... one isn't it well, if they've got the shield, there's you know you shouldn't be trying to fight them anyway, uh, unless they're already low from the dreadnought fight. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. A lot of this game is it. It comes down to situational, make, right? Yeah, yeah, make the decision based on what the situation is. If you can see they've just expended all of their resources taking dreadnought, they're all really low on health. They've threw out every unite move. They've got no resources left. Why not go for them? Go on kick her asses <laughs> but if yeah, yeah you know course. if they've taken it really handedly this they're all still really at full at health uh they're all going to try and run and try and score as many points as possible then all you can do really is try and defend and keep yourself in the game farm up as much as possible protect your carries and try and get points where you can no, definitely. No, I, I agree completely. And I think this last thing is me more asking you for advice than a tip, pretty much. So the the way I lose most of my games is by Zapdos, which I think every, I think Zapdos is a, I wouldn't say it's, I'd say 90% it's a, it's a game decider, right? There are times you can still win regardless of having Zapdos if you was having a miles ahead lead anyway. But yeah. Zapdos is a massive reason for, for losses, of course. It is, you know, it's a very bad thing to lose. Um, what would your advice be with Zapdos? Because with me, I end up losing it because I never know what to do when it comes to Zapdos. Obviously, if my team's smashing it and you try and defend it and stop them from getting it right. But, mm-hmm. you know, I never really know how to approach Zapdos because I always end up, I don't know, they just end up getting it before my team. You know, sometimes the team's never there for the team fight. Like, I don't know whether to try and steal it, but then stealing it's a risky thing anyway because you've got to hope that, you can somehow get the last hit. So I don't know the best strategy for dealing with Zapdos, right? You know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. It depends on the situation. Like, yeah. what yeah. what yeah. position do you play in? Are you playing top lane? Currently, you know, I'm, I'm rotating between Wigglytuff, Aldegast, Blastoise, and I only go top so I can run down to bot to help with the Dreadnought fight. That's that's my main play at the moment. Okay, so so you're playing as a more defensive character. Yeah, to, to be fair though, this Blastoise with Surf and Hydro Pump, it's stupidly offensive. Like I think it will get a nerf eventually, which we'll go on in, in a minute, but um, it's really offensive. So I, I'd, I'd be honest and say I do it for more offense than I do defense, but yeah. Okay, well, Blastoise is still a defender and Blastoise of kind of... Ex- yeah, and yeah. I know I haven't opened the game in like seven days, but I've watched a lot of content. I've watched a lot of reviews. I'm still keeping up to date with like the scene. Like I, I know what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, your best bet, really? Your best bet, 100%, if you're playing a defensive role like Slowbro, Crustle, uh, Snorlax, on the Zapdos fight, your job is not to steal. Your job is to try and zone the enemies away from Zapdos. The best thing you can do is just try and fight the enemies, push them away, and deal as much damage to them as possible. Ignore Zapdos. Zapdos doesn't matter. Zapdos will do enough damage to them. Just fight them. Defender, keep the attackers out of the fight. If you're playing as 
like a Venusaur or a Cinderace with a really long range ability that can try and snipe. Try and yeah, attack the enemies. Yeah, yeah try, try and snipe if you can, but also try and just deal damage to the opponents. It's called the Zapdos fight. So if you focus on actually attacking the opponents, they will be low enough for you to clean up and deal with them anyway. So just try and focus on keeping your enemies away from Zapdos and dealing as much damage to them as possible. If you're winning, you just want to keep them off it. Like, sit in the corridor between the mid-right-hand side. You know, the, the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block sit, them off or something, yeah. Sit in the bush just up there, and as soon as someone walks past, just blow your entire arsenal at them and just try and get a KO on them. If, yeah. you know, if, if, you're, if you're losing, then you're going to have to try and take it. So, yeah, just, just attack it. But if you if you focus on hitting the opponents before actually trying to deal with Zapdos, you'll have a much better time. Just try and keep them away from it because even if they somehow steal it, if, you, if you're focusing on killing them instead of killing the Zapdos, Zapdos will kill them because it freaking hurts. It, it does a lot of damage. So just kill them. They'll take Zapdos. You'll kill them. Nothing will happen and you'll win. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I think I completely agree, bro. I think for me right now, that is my main thing I need to work on. Is a Zapdos fight, as you said, it is situational. But I feel like you are right. As a, as a defender, I could do more for the team to try and. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the game, right? It's trying to learn the elements of where what you what your part is mainly, really. Um, but yeah, no, that that's definitely a good point. Right, before we go on to these, anything else you want to add? By the way, before we go on to these, it's still a Pokemon Unite topic, but there's a few things that I also want to talk about. Uh, basically, yeah, uh, we're talking about Unite really quick. All I'm going to say is, like, general tip, look at your map. Look at your map. Like, yeah. it's... If you're in the top lane, and you can see that their jungler is in the bottom lane, attack your opponent. Go for it. Go for it and engage. If... Like... I would... I, and I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this. Try and play with one eye on the actual screen. The other half, that the other eye is on your mini map. You do not want to take your eye off of that mini map. The Facts. best way I learned how to do map awareness and map control. I had a friend who would stare at me like while I was playing the game uh, when I was playing League of Legends, and he, he knows where the map is on, on League. And every time one of my eyes strayed away from the map. He would slap me in the head. <laughs> so, like, train yourself to constantly be looking at that map because you'll be able to see where everyone is. You'll have a much better idea of the state of the game and you'll be able to make calls off of that. I'm with you. Okay, so, yeah, man. So, I appreciate all the tips for one onesie, definitely. Um, I think a lot of people will gain a lot of insight as you are a master. Um, you are the master. Um, Tanny, is there any tips that you thought of before we do move on? I'd say know your lane and try, unless you can't stick to your lane. Um, the only time you should not stick to your lane is when you go into the objectives. Yes. Yeah. I've noticed that I'll put that I'll go top lane, somebody will say they're going bottom, while two people say they're going bottom. Then one person's going mid, and then someone else just doesn't bother saying where they're going. Then the game starts, and then like about three people go top. <laughs> One goes mid, which he said he was. And then I'm like, oh, well, okay, I'm not going up there. Else I'm not going to 
get XB. Yeah. So I'll go bottom by myself. So then there's the jungle or see top in trouble go there and then I'll be like by myself, like, hello, anyone want to help? Yeah, I don't understand why people say they're going to go so somewhere. Like, no, if you're going to say where you're going, try to stick to it unless you're going to defeat Dreadnought, Rotom or... Yeah. Or Zapdos. I agree. Because it doesn't help your team, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, but basically just stick to your goddamn lane. Like, don't be an idiot and just be like, eh, I'm going to go top. There's three people already there. I'm going to make it 4v1. It'd be great. And also, when there's like, you know, the Pokemon that you, you're like, you're trying to um, get to get XP and points. If there's two, like, if there's two going top and there's two Pokemon, I know it can, like I said, can be hard, but go for one and let the other go for the other. Stop trying to steal the Pokemon because you're just disadvantaging your teammate. Like, I, yeah, you're getting a higher level, but then your other mate will be level three while you're level six. I and think that might be the first tip that either of you have uh, come up with that I would have a slight disagreement with. You shouldn't be going. You, <laughs> yes. should, you shouldn't be going for them individually. You should be both chunking them down together, because if the other team comes over and decides to say, "Now nah, we're not going for ours. We're going to go for yours," and you're only like, there's only one of you on the specific Pokemon you're trying to take. They'll just rush you and take it, and you won't be able to combat because there'll be one of you on the IPOM and two of them going for you. So what you should really be doing, and I, I agree with you to an extent, don't just try and steal it because you're a greedy bastard. Um, <laughs> like, if you want one, have one, but you don't need more than that. So you have one, let the other person have the other one. Sounds Share like the Sounds like my dietitian telling me about cakes. If you want one, have one. Not just don't, just, pack. just not the whole pack. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, see, this was going to be a tip. This was another tip I had, and um, I thought I may as well throw up. I always, this was one, and I do it now every game because I think it helps out greatly. I always try and go for the middle core fish and a middle Ordino, either if I'm in top or bottom. You know, the one that's just in the middle going towards the, the middle lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I always try and get that one first. Obviously, I get the ones as I'm running up, but then I'll quickly run to that to try and steal that for just a bit of more bonus XP, you know. And um, yeah, and if you can pressure the opponent and get their farm, I think that's an amazing thing to do. But don't yeah. feed, don't push yeah, it too much. yeah, don't die in the process feeding them their farm and you. Um, that'd be me. So uh, yeah, anything else either of you would like to throw up before we move on to? the topic this is a pokemon unite tip but it's also a general tip for life just don't die yeah don't die because like, if you die in real life like there's not there's no respawn unless you believe in reincarnation <laughs> if you die in the game you die for real i mean what's that game called uh oh uh, you you like it um uh, what's it called but they play the reapers game oh uh, world ends with you hell yeah yeah, is that game good, by the way, the new one? I haven't played it yet. I've been waiting to stream oh, it. I've been, I wanted to do like the first time playthrough on stream because I've been waiting like 10 years for this game. Um, I thought it'd be cool to share that experience, but I just haven't been able to stream yet. Please let me know when you're streaming because I actually want to watch it live with you because uh, I haven't got an interest in playing it, but I, I, I love the whole concept of a Reapers game. It sounds like a really dope concept. Oh, um, project. Yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, uh, sh- please share that to me. I'll definitely check that out while you're playing it. Um, right, so... 
Okay, that that one topic was literally Pokemon Unite. It's nearly two months. You know what you think of the game? Like overall, would you say like it does need work? We know that we've covered that. Um, do you think it's had a strong start? Would you say like um, it? Do you think it was better than what you thought it was going to be? You know, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I thought it would be garbage. Uh, what about you, Tam? What, what did you think? Um, she was so pleased when you said her name. She was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I get I to talk." Yeah, movers, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, guys always get frustrated at me trying to play games. Um, but I actually like it that I can. I'm quite good at it, and he even admits it. No, you are good at Pokemon. You're not. Like, I will always say, like, Pokemon. And for a whole week, I was like two levels ahead of him. If yeah, and until I took her over this past when week, when I went back to her, when she went hey. back to her, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So me, for me, I, I think, um, yeah, I think it's been a good, good start. You know, um, I want to see it evolve. Excuse the pun. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah. Sylveon and Mama Swine will be next, won't they? I mean, they've announced, but did they announce they would be next or they just announced them as future champions? Well, champions, what future Pokemon? Uh, future, I think. Because... I don't know. Do you think they'll be next ones, um, Mama Swine and Sylvia? Probably, oh. most likely, right. We also have the uh, Greedent in the game as well that will be coming soon. So it will be one of those three, basically. Mama Swine, Sylveon or Greedent will be next. They might just throw a curveball and throw a random new Pokemon at us. I love that a Pokemon like Greed and that, let's be honest, not really a fun oh, favorite. Yeah. That's got a, uh, I love how, like, you know, that's got a showcase and that'll be one of the main Pokemon. I think that's pretty cool, you know, fair play to them for showcasing some Pokemon that are arguably not that uh, popular in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Sure. My only thing is, which you say all the time, is that because I'm so used to playing Cinderace. Yeah. Okay, really, and I know people say what you should learn to play other roles. You should, <clears throat> which I agree with. But because I invested a lot in Cinderace because that was the one that I was first ever really good with, and I noticed that I was doing really well. Yeah. The items held on that, I spent more time and. That's a fantastic thing we can talk item about. Actually. Um, upgrading that. Yeah. So my other stuff. Should be used on other Pokemon, like um twelve or eleven. Whereas on Cinderace, they're like nineteen, eighteen. Yeah. So with with the items, all right. So one, so I might as well ask you this. This wasn't a topic, but it's a, I think it's a really good thing to talk about. Um, I'm going to name five items that I think are top tier items in the game. I know it is situational on the Pokemon, but I really think you can't go wrong with these five items, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, you feel free to disagree. So, first of all, I think Muscle Band is a very good item. Again, depends what you're running, of course. Um, but I think Muscle Band is a good item. Score Shield is solid. Score Shield, solid choice. I'd say the top tier item in the game is Buddy Barrier, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. you pretty much run Buddy Barrier of anything, I'd, I'd say, you know, because the shields that you allies get are very important. Um, I, I, I was going to say, um, is it Sylph Lens? Scope Lens? Scope, scope lens? lens, yeah. Sorry, scope Lens. I know that's, that is more situational than the others, so I'm not going to say Scope Lens. Um trying to think of another one. Focus Band as well. Mm-hmm. I think Focus Band's a top-tier item. I used to think Floatstone was, but then I've come to realise that Floatstone actually isn't that useful. Um, yeah, fl- floatstone's garbage, Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I had to, Tan had a float stone on no, all her, but it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Pokemon Unite GG 
it says, um, you know, when it's not like the cards and, and tells you about the different the bills, bills, yeah, and yeah. bills to have. That was on um, Cinderace. That's why yeah. I, I always kept it. But on. like now that they've done the science, I say science, but the maths and they've looked into it, Floatstone really just isn't you know that useful. Um, what about you ones? What are any of them you disagree with? Do you think any? What, Not what at all. I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head there. One hundred percent hit the nail on the head. Like I wouldn't disagree with any of those items. They're all solid. They are top top tier. Like yeah. and it it's a bit bad because. I, I'm a Roltz main. I play a lot of Gardevoir as... Really? Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Like, okay. I... Gardevoir... But if the, if, the, if the fool would actually link me to his streams, I'd know. Onesie! I haven't streamed yeah. in weeks, bro. But yeah, but yeah I, I, play, <laughs> I play a lot of Rolts. So Rolts is like a, a special attacker that deals in, like, you doing ability damage rather than basic attacks. Rolts needs muscle band to survive. Yeah, it's yes, that it simple. Uh, and Rolts should not in any universe be needing to run uh, an attack boosting item. Rolts should be, in an ideal world, should be running uh, special attack specs, uh, energy amplifier, and some other attacking item. But because the, the effects they give are so unbalanced, you have to run yeah. muscle band, focus band, buddy barrier. Otherwise, yeah. you are less than optimal. It, that buddy barrier in a fight, buddy barrier is that you, you hit the nail on the head. By the way, buddy barrier is the top tier item. It mm-hmm. saves everyone. It's ridiculously good. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah. <laughs> agreed. I completely agreed. I, I think like for me, you're still there, yeah? Because yeah, 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 I'm still yeah. here. So like the only the only sometimes I struggle with like sometimes I'm like score shield or focus band or you know sometimes i struggle like for example on aldergast believe it or not i watched a video um i can't think of the dude's name but he had a really good aldergast build and it's actually fantastic it runs um it runs focus band it runs uh uh, what's the other band muscle band muscle band yeah so it's muscle band focus band and buddy barrier and it's a fantastic mix so you wouldn't think you'd need the muscle band, but the damage it does is so, like, really good chip damage. Like, you know, the basic attack. Yeah. It's actually fantastic in group fights. And and I got from um, I got from veteran to ultra in one night, from vet, vet from vet one to ultra, just by using that older gas build. And I had a lot of fun with it. There is some cons, you know. Um, do you know, know what but... really bothers me? You, sorry, sorry to cut in, but do you know what really yeah, bothers cool. me? Like... Pokemon like Eldegoss should not be having to run Muscle Band just to, you know, keep up with every other item build in the game. It yeah. that's it just shows how strong certain items are compared to the rest of the meta. Uh, it's, what? you know, like uh, you're, you're doing the right thing by running it because it is really useful for lane. It's really useful for team fights. It's a good, good thing to have, but you should not need to run that. You should not in any any universe need to run that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and something I want to throw up as well, um, this is a tip, I think, universally. Again, you could argue this, but I think it's very important for people to know, because as you've said once, the game doesn't really tell you a lot other than the basics. And I, I, I'm assuming you do know this, but the last Dreadnought, or any Dreadnought, will lower your Zapdos damage for 90 seconds after so, capturing yeah. Yeah, that's so, a hidden mechanic that wasn't told to players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, what's your opinion? Do you, do you agree not to get the last act? Because I know it gives you, you know, levels, but I think that damage, that Zapdos damage is vital, isn't it? It's, it's right. very vital. Right. So it depends. If you're already in the lead, it will not make any difference because you are not going to be trying to take Zapdos anyway. If you're already in the lead, take that last Dreadnought and defend against uh, and zone them off of, you know what I mean when I say zone, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean zone of like yeah. defending like or just stay solid in that central area and try and defend from all areas. Yeah. Yeah, keep them away from the fight. Keep them in their zone. Like keep them away from Zapdos. That's all you need to do. Like take that last dreadnought, because it only lasts for a while anyway. So you just want to keep them away from Zapdos for as long as possible. And the extra EXP and shield from Dreadnought will help you do that. So I, I don't think it's as... It is important to know because teams were going for it and then trying to take Zapdos and being like, oh, why am I getting it sniped? Um, and now they know why they were getting it sniped, but it doesn't really change things in the grand scheme of things. If you're winning and you've taken that last Dreadnought, you don't want Zapdos. The only time you really shouldn't be taking that last Dreadnought is if you're already losing because you're probably going to need to try and make a play to take Zapdos at... And if you take it, you probably won't be able to do so. So it's another one of them things. You have to weigh up the situation. What's the risk of me taking it? What's the risk of me leaving it and letting the other team have it? It's it's all make the decision in the game. I'm with you. I'm with you. So Thomas, just look what you're looking up. What you um... just like some tips on how like you know advance playing and stuff. And it was saying that um, where is it now? So. If you land the last hit on a Pokemon, yeah. you'll get the majority of the XP. And the AOS energy. Yes, yeah, so it's so it's good to try and sneak up on your opposing side when they're attacking Pokemon and try and steal, yeah, steal their farm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, now you're getting it. And yeah. also it was saying, um, especially important when it comes to map objectives like Dreadnought, Rotom and Zapdos. So, you know, when you were saying it earlier... When I said you don't start the fight because you're just giving them an opening. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I'll, if you're outnumbered, just hide in a bush. Yeah, I, I don't... And that's why I said to you earlier, Wanzi, like, I struggle with Zapdos because sometimes I'm like, all right, there's no enemies here. I feel like just taking it out. So we, Because, we, you know, there are times you just need Zapdos to win, right? That's the win condition. But you yeah. know that if you open a Zapdos up, not only do you have to deal with the enemy team... That you know, you open when you start fighting something, you give someone else an opportunity to steal it, and that's why I struggle so much with it. Um, to go with that as well, um, if you need health, there's nothing wrong with stealing their berries because oh, yeah, when you're trying to yeah, fight them as yeah. well and they're doing damage to you, try and get behind them, steal their berries, and then they've it's got so tilting, it's so tilting to players when you do that, like. I can't. I can't imagine how wound up player, enemy players get when you run behind them, steal the steal berry, the berry and the take them out. Yeah, that must <laughs> that must wind them up. Yeah, what was you going to say, one? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you've got it. You've you hit the nail on the head there. Like that's exactly the sort of thing you should be doing. Try and take as much as you can for yourself on the map. If you have a chance to go and take the opponents, uh, you know, their eye bombs, go and take their farm. Do it. Absolutely, last hit. You know that scenario I was telling you about earlier, um, where if you're splitting and one's taking one and one's taking the other and you're not fighting it together, and then they both come in and steamroller you. Like yeah. that's yeah. you should be trying to do that as much as you can to the other team. As Rolts, I like trying to go and steal the first iPod because Psybeam uh, sorry, confusion 
can just snipe it from quite far away if you time it perfectly right. Yeah, and it just yeah. annoy it annoys the shit out of the opponents as well. It will tilt yeah. them. It feels good when you level up and you get that like blue glow around you afterwards. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's I go. would I would love to coach a game of yours. I'd love to do like a, a coaching session where but I watch one of you play. This is why I still want you to do some streams of it because I'd like to watch you do your plays and just get some. Because I think it, because now I actually know how to, I, I wouldn't say I'm really good, but I'd say I'm better than a lot of people I play with on ranked. Again, we've spoke about the system. We come at, you know, I am being paired with experts and it's not their fault. They're just not that advanced as I am. But like, I, I'm at a point now where I'm making plays that are, what? Go on. I said I've dropped to expert and I'm still as advanced as you, but it's because of my other. Yeah, no, of course, of course. I mean, when you, when you play with people who are top advanced, regardless of the rank you are, you're gonna play like them, right? But no, I'd like to. Um, yeah, have you thought about streaming since? Like, because I know you haven't streamed in a while, have you? I know. Yeah, I, I have, I have. Yeah, like life's just happened. I am gonna course, get back into streaming and stuff. Uh, I just need to actually expend some time into doing it. Uh, then I'll no. be more than happy to do it again. Please, well, I will say, I've just, I just want to, you know follow on from something you two have just been saying about you know i'm i'm only an expert because of my team i've dropped down because of my team that's probably true it's probably 100 true it's probably you've got the worst teammates in the world but there is always things you can improve on so even if you've been yeah, yeah. shat on by your team try to think <laughs> about your own game rather than be just blaming your teammates and moving on to the next because that's how tilt happens that's how you get frustrated and end up playing five or six in a row and be like oh i always get garbage teams and you probably do, but there's always things you can do to improve. And yeah, no, you're so right. Sorry to interrupt you, bro. You, you, you're now, so now right. go for it. It's I've like this yeah, good go tip as well. Um, score often rather than scoring big. Like RCP, it says here, it's better to score often than like score small big. little chip chip goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's good though for XP as well. Like, and there's nothing. And I think the best Pokemon for that, in my opinion, is uh, Jigglypuff or Wigglytuff because. When you start the game off and you've just got, uh, I always run score shield with it because it's fantastic. Like it's so tilting to the enemies, you just run up to both of them and just score in the face it, and roll off out. Like it's brilliant. The reason <laughs> yeah, I love that. Score often than big. It's because you know the meter that it takes. Oh, yeah, it's so short. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, shorter. Yeah, yeah. So then, obviously, if you ever notice that you try and score fifty, unless you've got the exact dose. My rule is 20 or less. Yeah. 20, or less 20 or less, I can score in their face. They can't do shit to me. After 20, I need to make sure that they're not they're not too close to me because I can tell you, yeah. And I'll get your AX points and then... But once, I thought I'd ask as well. I actually don't know. Let's say I'm on half health, right? And then I'll go and score. Does the score shield... Is it like 10, 20% of my half health or still... 10 20% of my full health because it feels like when I've got less health, the score shield's less effective. Is that the, uh, is that the case? I'm assuming. I honestly don't know. I have that one, like it, it probably is uh, your current health because otherwise that would just be completely busted. Um, but I, have, I haven't read it in a while. I, I was under the impression it was your max health, but that seems a bit busted. So it might well be your current health. Uh, it may yeah. have started off, they may have patched it out in one of the patches, but. Um, you're probably you're probably right there. It's probably uh, your current health. Yeah, but no, I feel yeah. So, uh, f first of all, thank you for all them tips, Tan, as well for searching them up. There's, there are some that I didn't mention that I have thought of, like, but them sort of tips is some that is always in the back of my head anyway. Like chip goals, you know, stealing farms. It's such a thing to me that, as you've said, as you get advanced, it becomes second nature. But people below you, not below you, but people less experienced, don't think of that sort of stuff, right? Like. 
my one big thing, as you've just said, one's like learning to play better instead of getting tilted. And one thing I've learned from that is, as I've said to you earlier, like, you still get angry a lot. I get angry, but that's when stuff like I'm at a team fight and we were, we are about to win, but there's literally like a Lucario and a Pikachu up top just chilling. And I'm like, could you just not come down and help? Do you know what I mean? Like the whole team's down here. You you know what I mean? Like everybody spammed going to bottom yeah, lane. Let's like, do a role play. Where the fuck's my team at, man? Guys, I'm right here, but like I can't do much because you know they're higher level. Oh, I'm never on about you. And I'm like, <laughs> and this is you. I'm not on about you. I know you're there. Okay. Where the fuck's my? And I'm like, I'm here. Say that one more. Time. I'm gonna kick your teeth in. Okay. Uh, okay. For for those that are listening, before they think I I abuse my fiance, I would not kick her teeth in. It's um. She'd kick yours in, mate. Yeah, she'd definitely kick mine in. Now it's just it's it. it the guy, I mean, do you think it's a frustrating game at times? Oh, 100%. I, I guess so. I've not raged at a game this hard in a long time. Yeah, I've literally yeah. thrown my Switch at my fucking sofa. I've got that I angry. I watched one of his um, tips um, about playing Pokemon Unite, and one of them is don't allow yourself to get stressed out by the game. And then another video after that that I was watching one two. He's like, Fuck! He was like, I was like, yep. I think he needs to go back and revisit his top yep. tips. And I'm pretty sure I said straight after that, I've, one of my tips is calm down. I've, what am I doing? Yeah. And then, like, I still let that's how easy it is for you to get pissed off. And, you know, at this game, it's so easy to get stressed and tilted. It's Go on, bro. Go on. Sorry. Uh, it's it's one of them. Like you can pr- say to other people, yeah, don't do this, don't do that. But it's so hard to actually take your own advice sometimes and just stand up and go do something else. Next time when I'm streaming, if I get super super stressed, I'm just gonna switch over to Stardew Valley for half an hour or so. Go plant <laughs> plant some seeds and shit, you know. <laughs> Man said, switch to Stardew Valley. Go to the festival. Chat yep. up the girl that live, Chat up the bird that lives in the um. The uh, observatory, observatory, whatever the fuck it is. Observatory, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> go chat up for uh, Maru and go, 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 go chat, chat Emily up. and that, yeah. Try and level up the. Uh, for... <laughs> Welcome to the Stardew Valley podcast. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, nah. Okay, first of all, I want to say that the MVP system's stupid anyway in the game. Uh, to me, MVP means nothing in Pokemon Unite. It really does, like. If you are, if you're a carry or you're a jungler, chances are you are going to be MVP just because the the rules for being MVP are so ridiculous. Like it's most kills mixed with points, and I get the point of it. But like, let's be honest, if you're a support, you probably are the MVP, but you will never get MVP. You know, and like, but there's nothing more frustrating than playing the game, doing everything right, stealing their farm, taking all, sniping all the objectives. You know, doing the most damage in the Zapdos fight, trying to keep the team alive, but you still lose due to teammates not doing or helping. You know, there's nothing more tilting. And it's, it is easy to blame your teammates, but sometimes it just is your teammates. So that's <laughs> why I stopped playing support. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm, I'm a support main in like every MOBA I've ever played. I'm really good at support. I know what I'm doing. I know how to make calls and stuff. In Unite, I realize really quickly, do not play support unless you're in a duo. Unless you're like queuing with other people, don't play support because it's just not worth it. Yeah, is that because though, like, you just don't know what your team are doing to the point where it's because you can't follow your team and support them if you don't know what they're doing, right? Is that the basis of that opinion? Like, it's one of them. Like, if if you play support and you're in solo queue, 
your team won't follow your calls and they'll you can trust your like i'm trying to put it trying to think of a way to put it you can trust yourself to walk down to the shop if you need to go to the shop right if you need to go and get some bread and milk you can trust yourself to go and get bread and milk if you're playing on solo queue it's like asking someone like support on solo queue it's like asking someone else to go to the shop for you to get some bread and milk and they come back and they they come back with a pack of cigarettes half a crate of carlsberg and a pack (laughs) of skittles What a combo. What a combo. Now, you are right. Like, I still think it's phenomenal how I got from Vet to Ultra just by playing Aldergoss. You know, but it was more, it was more of an offence build, to be honest. Like, it's still supported, but, you know, some and it was a um, Leaf Tornado. Is it Leaf Tornado, that move that speeds you up? Yeah, Leaf Tornado. Um, yeah, you basically yeah. have to play it like that as, like, an engage support rather than a heal support. Yeah, so I don't run Pollen Puff anymore because it's like... My, my team would never stay still. Like, like when I'm with Mavs, I'm like Mavs. I'll run to this part here so I can heal. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, I don't know what you mean. Um, anything else you want to throw up before we move on? Because I think that was uh, a very good question. Yeah, no, I think I'm good. What about you, T? I'm good. I'm good. Right, what's the? Uh, let's have a look at this too. So, right, um, yeah. So changes you would do to the game if you, if you had the opportunity, you know, um, ten cent cultures like this, Mister Wonsy Bennett. We've seen you, yeah, beautiful hairstyle. You're phenomenal. Uh, you look like the you look like an entrepreneur that could shape our game for the better. What what would you change? I, like I know this could be a lengthy topic, but if we could try and just name a few things, what would we do? What 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 would you do? What would be the the most vital things you change about it? I'd have one. I'd say one thing. I'd say go and have a chat with Riot Games. Like go and have a chat with the people who make League of Legends. It's not. <laughs> it, it, it's you know it's as simple as that a lot of the changes that need like doing to the game are changes that are already in place at other games. Like you need to make uh, a draft pick mode where you pick your lane and you are given a role. Like you want to play mid lane, you click, I'm going to queue up a mid lane. And if I can't get mid lane, I will queue up bot lane and you don't ever get any other role apart from that. Unless like in extreme matchmaking circumstances, in which case the next time you'll be guaranteed to get your lane. Like you need something like that. You need better matchmaking, better ranked matchmaking. So players of higher skill end up playing with players of higher skill because I shouldn't be able to climb from expert to uh, expert to hang on uh, veteran to ultra by beating expert players i shouldn't be able to climb higher than i currently am by beating nothing but players in the rank below because that's not fair it's not fair on the players below and it's not fair on the players above me because you know like i'm beating people who are already worse than me in order to climb higher than i currently am it's it's not fair in a competitive system uh i'd also be more I, I know I'm talking a lot here, but like I've got, no, you call, I've, you call, you call. I've, I've been thinking about this. Um, I would also be a lot more transparent with the way that they communicate their changes. Uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. On the patch mm-hmm. notes, they literally say increase the damage, increase the effect. Okay, but from how much to how much? Give us numbers. You know, League of Legends they give you 
bunch of numbers and a bunch of changes and then a bunch of reasons why. Like they will explain their decisions. It's, yeah, it's like the bliss. It's like the Blissy patch because there was the most recent patch. It baffled me. The only change was literally Blissy, and it's like they 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 uh, buffed Blissy's special defense and they buffed safeguard. They did give the specifics of safeguard, but as you've just said, it wasn't to the point where oh we've buffed safeguard and now it does this and this, but we won't give you the duration of how long and we won't give you the duration. Of, you know what I mean? So. You are right. Like I do agree. Like, is there anything else like you would, or is that just the main things for you? Those are the main things for me. What about you two? Any what changes would you two make to the game? Go on, Boo. You can go first. Okay. You can't think. Oh, okay. I'll shoot. I'll shoot. I'll shoot. So for me, the ranking system needs to change now. Oh yeah, that. Right. So the ranking system. Now, my thing here's what I do with the ranking system. I'd make it so if you're in master, I think you should still have to play with ultras. However. Them ultras would have to be ultra class four or ultra class five, right? Those that are very close to master. That's what I said, because if that happened and you was ultra and no, what are you now? I am ultra. Yeah, so if you're ultra and I was lower than you, two levels lower, and you invite like you wouldn't be able to invite me, then would you? Yeah, so you know it would be difficult to play, and I guess that's why they've done it because you know it's hard to play with people if you're in a certain rank and they're not. But that's the whole point of rank play anyway, right? You know. But for me, it's if you're in beginner, you can only play with beginners. I think that should be a rule. Beginner is only beginner, right? I, you know, people can disagree, whatever. I just think beginner, you literally don't have a clue what you're doing in the game. Only play with beginner. Then when you get up to, is it beginner, then great? It's great, right? It's beginner, great, expert, vet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so right. once you get to great, I think great should play with, greats and experts can play together. I think experts can play with uh, ultra and sorry, no vet. So I think experts should be able to play with great and the very low ranks of veteran. A veteran could play with very high ranks of um, expert and very low ranks of ultra. And that's how I do it personally, right? Because at the moment I'm a, I'm an ultra, but I can play with people who are in great. I can play with people who are in great vet. Uh, sorry, great expert vet ultra and masters and to me that's a ridiculous pool of players like at least lower it to veteran right like i don't want to play with great league players at least there are some good experts beside the point that's what i'd do um the other change i'd do um is believe it or not zapdos i, I would change zapdos up i really would. um but by that i don't mean change zapdos specifically i mean have different mechanics for different seasons so i saw this on a video and, and let me know what you think of this one, but for a different season, you could have um, Moltres or Articuno, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you defeat um, Articuno, it gives you a different effect than what Zapdos would do. So instead of giving you instant dunk, Articuno would freeze your goals for 30 seconds, right? So which means the enemy team would have to defend their goals completely. It'd be just an all-out brawl trying to defend. So you can't instant dunk on them, but they can't touch your goals at all for a certain amount of time, right? That's kind of what it's one pick battle, but it's not um, a legendary Pokemon. It's um, have a look. Yeah, like what does, re- oh, does that freeze the goal? It freezes um, your goal. Your goal, and the only way to be able to score a goal is um, attacking the blocker voice to score a goal. Oh, okay, I didn't realise that. Okay, it's cool. So but that's I, only in quick battle. So Articuno, I thought you know, could freeze your goals while you. You know, uh, and maybe give you like a half time 
like it's not an instant dunk, but the time to dunk would be like half or you know cut by like twenty five percent or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, for Moltres, I'd make it so like if you got Moltres, you did sixty percent more damage to the enemy. So you know it it would be like again that made that that would probably need balancing. Sixty percent is probably a bit much. Somewhere like fifty or forty five percent. So it's not an instant dunk, but like. That the enemy team would struggle to fight against you because of how powerful you'd be, like something like that, right? Um, you know, maybe have an effect on your own goals, but just different effects, different mechanics that could, you know, oh, okay, next season's Abdos is returning, right? Because I think it would mix up the meta. It would, you know, if you knew Moltres was coming and you knew what the gimmick is, you'd know to switch up your style for that kind of thing. I think it would keep the meta fresh for that season at least. And I think it would give people a reason to look forward to new seasons to see what they come up with. But what, what's your opinion on that? I think that's a good idea. It's something I've I've spoken about with uh, one of my friends before. Um, I think it would be a good idea to mix it up and not just have it so that it's Zapdos and only Zapdos. And if you don't have Zapdos, then uh, yeah, fuck it. But um, yeah, yeah, if you put some new Pokemon in there to change up the effects, like you can swap out Rotom and Dreadnought for two other Pokemon as well. You can have like Nido King and Aegislash or something. Add, add some new cool stuff in. Just do something to keep the game fresh because it's getting quite stagnant, I'm finding. It's playing yeah. the same game on the same map, listening to the same music with the same opponents for the same 10 minutes for the same Zapdos deciding <laughs> the fight. At least when you're playing League of Legends, there are many different ways you can win or lose. You can completely swamp the enemy, uh, take all of the dragons so that you get extra stats and win a team fight. Uh, take the Baron Nasher enemy, uh, the, the raid boss basically, uh, and then siege the enemy base so you don't have to necessarily fight as much, just let the little minions kill the base for you. You can just go split push and have like four people be bait to force the opponents to have a team fight uh, while one of your team goes and destroys their base from the other side of the map. Like there is a bunch of different ways you can win or lose. In this game, it's literally, do we take Zapdos or do we not take Zapdos? That is the that's question. A, yeah, that's. I agree so much, and, and the only other thing I can think of, there are more, but just just to just to save time and rant, ranting on really, um, is Rotom. I would definitely buff Rotom now. You know, because Rotom, it's too much of a weak objective to be bothered for. If it's there and Dreadnought's not, you're going to go for it. I get that. But it's really, let, let's be honest, nine times out of ten, you're going to want to go for Dreadnought. If you had to choose between the two to fight for, you probably, there's a reason why the fights always happen in bot lane, and that's Dreadnought, right? I think Rotom needs a buff. I think whether it gives you more AOS energy or, you know, um, I'm trying to think of something it could do. Uh, have a similar effect like Dreadnought where it levels you up so people could you know choose between the two I think that would mix it up because then you'd have a choice between Rotom and Dreadnought you know Dreadnought gives you shields but Rotom gives you I don't know um, Rotom needs to give you double points sorry to cut in but Rotom needs to give you double points for one goal and that's it that feels like it would make it worth but like wherever it lands, wherever it lands, you mean like say like obviously yeah. you attack it, it goes to the right. Like when it when that when the Rotom reaches it, you mean that 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 goal would then be insta dunk and double point, yeah. Yeah, that seems okay. like it would be a good way of you know increasing the power of Rotom and buffing it. If you imagine that, like you would have to make the choice of 
sending everyone down for Dreadnought and getting the EXP bonus or lo- or going 100 points behind. That is a genuine choice to make. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And as you've just said, another point is the map. I'd like to see different map themes, different different maps for different events, maybe like a Halloween style, you know, Christmas style, different themes for different times of the year, just to switch it up, really, because as you've just said... I think it'd be good if you could select the map that you wanted to play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, map select's cool too, but I think they are going to go for whatever the time of the year is, or I think they'll just go based on events. Because then you don't get that many the reason why I think the reason why I don't think they'll let you pick a map, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the reason why I don't think they'll let you pick a map is because it, it adds an extra they've got to put in the game, right? What, yeah, ones, what that, that's thinking. a good point. That's a good point. That I don't think they'd let you choose the map. Like in theory, it'd be great if you could pick whatever map. Yeah. Maybe they could do it so that the map is only the skin for you. Like only you can see that, but everyone else will see whatever map they choose. It's like you know, like when you pick a, a costume for a character in a fighting game, it's still the same character and everything else is the same. And the other team will see you as, you know, the, the base skin. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they could do it that way. But I think it might, if if it was like everyone wants to play on this map, it might add a, an extra queue and make things a bit slower. Especially if you're in Master, right? You're trying to come against Masters, but other Masters are playing, for example, the spooky map, you know, like it's... Uh... Yeah, I just don't think the queue would work. I agree with Tan. It would be nice to have standard. I think it's a cool idea, you know, like picking maps. But I think for ranked, it just needs to be one map. I think you know, just just keep it simple. But I think they, you know, because like it's with quick, with quick. There's what three different stadiums? Is there? Is that right? Three different I think ones. It's yeah, two that they rotate between. Three. No, it is three. It is there's three because no, you've got. You've got the one that's the smaller version of the normal stadium in ranked and standard. Then you've got the city where the Avalog is in the middle. And then you've got the one where the Regigigas, yeah, you've got three. I, I thought that that was like 4v4 and 3v3. Like, yeah, so you've they got were different modes. Quick Battle no, so you, only the 3v3 one. No, so Quick Battle, you've got the 4v4 where it's, uh, you've got the Avalog in the middle. I think it's Shvaya City, I think it's called. Um, that's with the Avalog in the middle, and it's like a very small map, you know. Um, and it's got the uh, it's got the electrodes that explode. That's Fire City. You've got Mer Stadium. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got yeah. the Mer Stadium with the fucking. That's still yeah. got Zapdos and whatnot. Aroma Park. Aroma Park. Yeah, where it's got like you can go on the fast travel, where it like speeds you up on them ro- on Abra's them paths. There. Yeah, that Abra's is such it, yeah. a fun map. I love the yeah. the park one. It's so much fun to play. It really is. It it's such a cool gimmick as well. Like I didn't like it at first. I found it annoying, but I like and and I love the different Pokemon. Like fighting a Regigigas is so different to fighting Zapdos. Like it's all just a mob, right? You swamp it, you kill it, you get points. But it's just a nice aesthetic and a nice change of pace. And one thing I'll bring up before we move on to the final segment, really, um, is would you? Uh, fuck! What I was gonna say? Shit! I, I was I gonna know, say. What are you gonna say? God damn it. I just had a thought of the game. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Something to do with you. Not Yeah. Would you have, would you like um, a mode where the times change, like a longer back game, where there's like, I don't know, 20 levels, for example, or do you think they'll keep to the 10 minutes because it's simple. It's a, it's a thing that, you know, they, I think they'll personally stick to 10 minutes going forward, but I think a longer game would be interesting. 
I think the 10 minute is both a blessing and a curse because it, it's what differentiates Pokemon Unite from other MOBAs. They're quick matches. They're very action-based. They're very fast-paced. Uh, and I, I don't think that they would change that yeah, too I, much. I, 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 uh, and I don't I don't really want them to. I kind of... Like, I, I would like to see a bit of a longer game, maybe 15 minutes or, you know, a 15-minute timer would be quite cool because then there's a little bit more game to be played a little bit more chance for comebacks because once you hit the level cap it gives the other the other team a chance to try and catch up and make a comeback for zapdos i don't know there's, there's some experimentation to be done but yeah i think the 10 minute thing is both a blessing and a curse for it so i'd happy i'd be happy to see it stay i wouldn't yeah, hate so, it yeah, if it went like you know it. what i mean but yeah uh i think i'm all united out now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I've, I've just got one more thing to uh throw up throw up and this is like a two in one kind of thing first of all your most what what do you think right now is a goat pokemon in united like, i think something that needs basically something that needs patching that needs patching and um season two thoughts for the game right just uh, like a quick precise like i'll start for example um I think I think a Pokemon that needs patching right now is Wigglytuff. I love using it, but my God, uh, that Pokemon needs patching really soon. Um, it's vile to go against. It's I think it's very broken. Sing right now is dumb. I find Slowbro annoying. That doesn't. Uh, Slowbro got nerfed though already, and you know I, I can see. I just think my opinion, Wigglytuff needs nerfing, and I'm looking forward to season two because I hope they do a few changes to make the game a bit different. Like I've just said with. You know, maybe a Moltres or something, but uh, ones are your thoughts, and then we'll get, get to Get rid of Lucario. Delete that mother flipper out of the game. <laughs> I... Right, Lucario's class is all-rounder, a character that is supposed to be good at everything. Attacking, defending, not the best at everything, but good at everything. <laughs> it can attack, it defends, it scores points, it can do, it can do things, you know? Uh, oh, you, you've just been assassinated by it. It just 100 to 0 you in half a second. Okay, yeah. The damage output on Lucario is ridiculous. It's got too much mobility. I want that thing out of the game. I'm so fed up with them. They are ridiculous. You see one every game. I think the Pokemon I see the most, in my opinion, is Wigglytuff, Greninja, and Lucario. They're the ones I, I see. I see yeah, Zorora's always been there. That That's a classic. And uh, Blastoise is in a lot of games too, because I think Blastoise does need a nerf. I love it to pieces. But the Surf on Blastoise is basically a mini version of Alt uh, Altaria, of Talonflame's ult. It's pretty much a 70% reducement of Talonflame's ult, but something you can activate every 10 seconds. That Surf is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I, I love it, but my God. I think Blastoise needs an RT, but yeah, um, season two ones, uh, thoughts on that? Because I'm assuming you'll be playing a lot more when season two comes around because that's happening in about 15 days. Yeah, and when season two comes out, I'm back on it. Uh, but you for now, you finish off the battle pass though beforehand. I don't think I will. I've got like up to level 75 on the battle pass, there's not very much else that I can get. I could go for the Talonflame skin, but I don't play Talonflame and I have no intention of doing so. So the, I, I don't, the Cinderace, the Cinderace skin. Oh, Cinderace. Yeah, I don't play Cinderace. Sorry, yeah. Um, so I, I don't really care about that, to be honest. So I don't know. I might play. I might. I just, I think I need something to freshen the game up. Otherwise, I just can't be asked to play it. Facts, facts, yeah. And Tan, you? Uh, it's just a little bit. Sure, it's just a Pokemon <laughs> Go, slacking on the job. So your Pokemon <laughs> that you'd like to see patched that you think you hate coming against, it's ridiculous. And season two thoughts? Pokemon, I hate coming is 
Honestly, I know using a bag or a red bottle does annoy me sometimes. Louder, we can't hear you. Yes, you can. And um, Lucario, Charizard annoys me when it takes me into the air and just grounds me. Charizard's got the balance of having to deal with being the Charmander for so many levels. And I'm looking forward to season two because I've already got my pirate. Yeah, you Cinderace. yeah you, you rock that. That pirate Cinderace is so sick. And I like the Pikachu outfit as well. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I'm with you. All right, yeah, man. Um, so mastermind them ones is that what we're doing next? Yeah, let's do it if you want. Yeah, man, let's go. So, uh, yeah, you explain the rules, bro, and me and Tam will go along with it. So, welcome to Mastermind. Uh, your host, Wanzi Burnett, the boy, the man, the myth, the legend, the thing, the person. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be swaggers. So, yes, swaggers is not gonna be here. But yes, I have a selection of Pokemon trivia questions from across all different facets of the Pokemon franchise. Uh, and I'm going to ask them to the pair of you in order. And whoever gets the most correct is now crowned the ultimate Pokemon mastermind. Whoever doesn't is going to have their teeth kicked in. You should see Tanya's face right now. She knows this is an L. She already knows this is an L. <laughs> hey, you never know. I, to be fair, I've made these about all kinds of different things, so I might catch yep. you out. So it could be quite interesting. So who would like to be player number one and who would like to be player number two? Tanya, you pick who's one. Who goes first? Who doesn't? Mm, I'll go second. Can you hear Tan okay, yeah? Yep, she's fine. Don't worry. If there was a problem, I'd say. So, uh, Tanya is going to be player number two, and Gaz is going to be player number one. So, are we ready? I'm ready, man. Let's rock and roll. Fantastic. I will be asking the questions in alternating order. So, it will go one question to player one, then one question to player two, uh, and then we just keep going until we're done. So, your first question for Mr. Gaz Marsh is... Which is the only Pokemon in the series to have the Wonder Guard ability? That Pokemon would be Shed Ninja. You would be correct. Good, sir. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. That's one for you. <laughs> Contestant number two, your first question. Which variant of Pokeball increases the catch rate by four times when it's used in a cave or at night time? Uh, a dust ball. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. You have both. Yes, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> this is what we like. So, uh, Gaz, are you ready for your second question? I am, mate. Let's go. Your second question. Which attack introduced in Generation 8 had its name decided by a Japanese fan competition? Oh, man, why have you done this to me? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, oh, I'll have to pass, mate. I have no idea. The answer to that is Steel Beam. Uh, oh, Duraladon, of course. Okay. Okay, yeah, go on. Fuck. Brilliant. So uh, this is a fun little trivia question for you, uh, Tan. So your second question. In the first season of the anime, which of Ash Ketchum's Pokemon appeared in a Warner Brothers commercial fighting against the famous cartoon mouse duo Pinky and the Brain? <laughs> you have no idea, do you? <laughs> Is that a pass? Uh, I'll just have a go. 
Mm. You, you say you're going to have a go? There is, there's there's time the time is ticking. Okay, Ratata. Uh, unfortunately not. The answer <laughs> is Charmander. That is such a cool little thing, though. I saw yeah, it for the I know, first yeah. time. Did like, you know that? No, I didn't. I was thinking the brand. I was like, well, I fucking wouldn't want to be Tam right now. I never knew that. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh, God. Yeah, that, I saw that for the first time a while ago, and it's it's just hilarious. Like, <laughs> seriously, go and have a look. Just type in uh, Warner Brothers Pokemon Pinky in the Brain on YouTube and have a look. It's, yeah, we'll, be it's doing, just... we'll be doing that after this, definitely. It's great. So, Gaz, your third question. Are you ready? I'm ready, mate. Let's do it. Brilliant. So, which Generation 6 Pokemon is the... Uh, sorry. Which Generation 8 Pokemon is the only one to learn the attack? Jawlock. Oh, fuck. See, I know the Pokemon as well. I'm just trying to think of the name. It's one of the fossil ones. Um... Ooh, piss off. Oh, man. I think... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the one that Ash gets in the series as well. I'm going to have to push um, you for an answer. Yeah, the pass. I can't give it. Oh, wait, wait, Drake, Dracovish. Unfortunately, the answer is not Dracovish. The answer is Dreadnought. Dreadnought. Oh, I thought it was a fight. Okay, I would have got it wrong. Oh, okay, cool. Well, okay. if Tan, Tan said Tootle, she would have got that wrong. Wouldn't it because it's the other It would have been close. It would have been close. It's the, the pre-evolution. It's, yeah, so she was closer than you were. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair. Okay, go on. <laughs> Okay, Tan, are you ready? taking a battering right now. But... <laughs> yeah, <go. laughs> I'm ready. So, your third question. In Generation 4, which Pokemon had its sprite changed from Diamond and Pearl to Platinum due to making an offensive arm gesture? Oh, I know this. What a bastard. I know this. Oh. Um, what is it, guys? Right. If okay, so because I'm not, not just going to give you the answer. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you the answer. Right? Do you, do you pass? No champ. Right. The Once, can not I, champ. Go can I say the answer? I'm do not. You, dude? I'm not going to get the point for this. I know because it's not my goal. But it's Registeel, isn't it? Yeah, it's Registeel. Um, have a quick Google of that if you can. But Registeel's not. We are not sprites. saying. We are not going to say what he <laughs> what Registeel did. Just type in Red and Steel Sprite Gen 3. Just type that in. Uh, and we're gen, not gonna... gen 4, Gen 4, not so, Gen 3. Wait, was it changed in Gen 4 or changed it in was, Gen 4? It was changed from Diamond and Pearl to Platinum. Yeah, put Diamond and Pearl, Red and Steel Sprite. Right, yeah, but go on. Uh, is it my turn, yeah? It's your turn. So, in the Pokemon movie, Mewtwo Returns, which fully evolved Pokemon is shown to have hatched from an egg, which does not happen in the, in the actual main series games? Could, could I ask you to repeat that one more time? Sorry, like that a little bit. In the Pokemon movie, Mewtwo Returns, which fully evolved Pokemon is shown to have hatched as a baby from an egg? Fully evolved? Oh, man. So to clarify, gonna... it hatches from the egg as the fully evolved form, which was wrong. It's not Executor, is it? It's not. The answer was Nidoqueen. There is a baby Nidoqueen that shows up in that film that hatches from an egg, which, as oh. we all know, Nidoqueen... In the first, the first film? Mewtwo Returns, so in the second... Oh, shit, yeah, where, where he's on that island. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, go on, pass. Oh, right, yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll okay. fuck that one up. Well. So, Tan, here's one that uh, you, might, you might get, so... Uh, the Pokemon Meltan was initially teased by Pokemon Go during a community day, but which shiny Pokemon was available during that community day? I know what it is. We was in Wolverhampton. 
No, piss off. <laughs> the answer is not piss off. <laughs> it would be a Gen 2 Pokemon, wouldn't it? Potentially. <laughs> I know what it is. You pass. No, I won't I won't get it anyway, because it's not my go. Magic Magic Heart when I said Gen 2, hilarious. <laughs> I just want to guess. Right. She's got <laughs> it's one. good to guess. It's good to guess. Can I, can I take a guess? Because she, she said it, Magic Car. You're not getting it. It was Chikorita, weren't it? It was Chikorita, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. We was, I remember because I was like, they said a fucking Chikorita. What the fuck's this? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Okay. Are oh, you ready man. for your next question, Gaz? Oh, I'm ready, mate. Let's roll. Which adult animated comedy show parodied the Pokemon franchise in its season three episode titled Chin Pokemon? I want to say, oh, fuck's sake, because it could be any of these three. I wanted to say Simpsons, or I, I think it's South Park. Is that your answer? South Park, yeah. Okay, well, you are correct. It is Bang! I was going to say Family Guy, but I was like, no, I know South Park did one as well. <laughs> <laughs> they did, yes. They very much did. Chim Pokemon, uh, basically where the entire town becomes obsessed with uh, Pokemon uh, these chin Pokemon figures, uh, and the parents have to try and figure out a way to break the spell. It, it's a good episode. I like <laughs> South Park. Okay. Cool. Cool. Tan, Pokemon have very recently announced a collaboration with which cookie company to produce limited edition Pokemon themed biscuits? I know what it is. See, would you call it a cookie company? Because doesn't America call biscuits cookies? I've used both, so they're they're a biscuit company, basically. Yeah. A biscuit company, McVitie's. Yeah. McVitie's. <laughs> the answer isn't McVitie's. Uh, the answer is Oreo. So yep, te- Oreo. technically, oh, they. You read it as well. <laughs> funny, uh, funny little piece of trivia about that. Uh, that's actually caused a little bit of controversy because the Oreo workers are currently holding a strike, uh, and this collaboration. Uh, has forced people to go back to work to create these cookies. So it's a little bit of a controversy right there. Uh, off the and stop enjoying furlough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Because oh, I saw that as well. Yeah, it's, uh, I-, I saw that earlier today and I was like, that's a bit of fucked, stop isn't it? <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, which pop star, this is for you guys, which pop star famously got an Eevee tattoo after playing Pokemon Let's Go for 15 hours straight on their day off? Which pop star? Yep. See, I don't, I feel like I do. Oh, is it, okay, I know, I I don't know if you can answer this, but is he from a boy band group? I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that, I'm afraid. Uh, I I think, uh, what's his name? I'm pretty sure it's someone from One Direction, but I don't know. I'm going to say pass, but I'm sure it's someone from One Direction. You would be wrong with that assertion. The answer is Ariana Grande. Did, didn't she? Yeah, uh, she was tweeting about it. Uh, what she loved the game. And, she uh, was. Okay. And she was posting updates on her Instagram as well, uh, showing her progress as she went. She kind of fell in love with the game, really, and it was really nice to see. Uh, I was surprised she wasn't invited to do a song for uh, Pokemon Day. But no, uh, I don't know. Katy Perry and Post yeah. Malone. Katy Perry, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Uh... I'm just going to have to reshuffle my questions around because I've already moved a few out of order. Uh, 
Tan, your next question. Which Pokemon has the shortest name containing the fewest letters in it? Fucking hell, that's an odd one. I know. Um... I can't think of anything with smaller than four letters, to be honest. I am going to have to push you for an answer. I'm just saying ditto. Five letters, what? Uh, Unfortunately, the answer is Mew. Oh, oh bollocks! Oh. Mm. <laughs> Mew has oh, the shortest cool. name of any Pokemon with oh, only really? three in it. No, not Pokemon Boy, Mew. No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gaz, your next question. Which Pokemon was the first ever to be coded into a Pokemon game? Uh, Rhydon. You are correct. The answer is indeed Rhydon. And evident is why they have Rhydon statues all over Gen 1. Absolutely. As homage to the big rhino thing. And Tan, your final question. You called me a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are a bit of a nerd, but it's a good Yeah, just a bit. Okay, so Tan, which pop star famous... uh, No. I've just read that one. In February 2021, which rapper released the song that heavily samples the Equitique City theme from Pokemon Gold and Silver? I know it as well. Um, Post Malone. Correct. The answer is indeed Post Malone. We literally just said it as well. I was like, if you don't get this, she's dumped. That's why I had to shuffle it around. <laughs> because yeah. I didn't want to back to back. Okay, so after seven questions each, I have the final scores. In second place, with two correct answers, <laughs> two. we have T. Yeah. And in first place, with only three correct answers. <laughs> you only got one more than me. <laughs> We have Gaz with three. So your winner and the ultimate Pokemon mastermind for this week is Gaz, the geek, the nerd. (laughs) Congratulations and very well done. I'd just like to thank my mum and that just just for being there for me. (laughs) When when I was getting bullied. Yeah, you know, when I was getting bullied for playing Pokemon. It's led me to this moment, really. Um, (laughs) Brilliant. Um, I always love the masterminds, man. They're so much fun. And it's even more fun when there's someone else on a podcast to joining to, um, lose. to lose obviously of course um yeah man onesie thank you that was fun i enjoyed that you're both. more than welcome and thank you very much both of you for playing i have been thank onesie Burnett, and this has been your mastermind phenomenal well Could um we not get copyrighted for that as well mastermind an actual game show i mean not for pokemon fuck them they can't they're <laughs> not coming at me i'll fight them, I'll fight them all um <laughs> the, yeah, man. What an episode. I think this has been really fun. We're to that point where we're coming to the end. Oh, I'm still, I'm, I'm doing that. I do that every episode and it will never stop. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so when you've come to the end of an orgasm. Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Well, it's always, she always does it towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Wow! Oh man, this has been a fun one. It's actually been a really cool one to come back to. Episode twenty-one has been a banger. I think we've had some great twenty-one. We've had some great. um, We've had some great topics. If you want to find out where Onesie is, just check the link tree. 
I'll put the link tree at the end of every episode. Well, not just in the description. The link tree is there for every episode. You can find me and Mr. Wonsy Burnett there. All our socials, all our Twitters, YouTubes, the whole shebang, baby. Um, yeah, anything you want to say, ones before we close this off, mate? I just want to say thank you very much for having me. It's been a bit of a different episode than usual, less scripted. Uh, of a course, bit more bouncing like... off each other, a bit, bit more of a different vibe. So uh, I hope it translated into a fun episode for everyone. It did, and right now the time is two, three, four, five. I thought I'd quickly throw that up to everyone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh bro you can tell we're all just knackered at this point we're just rambling on shit thank you dear sweetheart it's been really fun having you on you're welcome and um and obviously ones bro it's always fun having you on always bring you both bring an amazing element to show and i couldn't do this without ear review so thank you um i think that's the episode are we all, are we all done guys are we all just gonna fuck off now and go back to adult life oh, no, back- don't, don't, don't make me go don't make me go right. Onesie has to go and render for another five days. Um, it'll keep us all updated. <laughs> Follow Onesie on his Twitter, by the way. His Twitter's hilarious. I always look at some of his tweets and they're fun as fuck. Um, you'll see me in the, in the replies having banter, like um, just, just being a Karen, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Ones, thank you, bro. Tan, thank you. This is the Trainer Lounge. I'm your host, Flubberdash. Thank you for listening to episode 21. We will definitely be back on the upcoming weekend regarding. Peace out, everyone. Peace out, ones. Peace out, too. Peace out. Peace. Bye, 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 bye. Yo guys, it's Flabberdash. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the whole episode. Please give us some feedback on Twitter and wherever else you can find us. All details of that will be below. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast and please have a great day. Peace. <laughs>